are good in the morning, you are good in the evening. Because you keep getting better. Maverick Music, 627. What a song. It's a great confession. Makes all things good in in his own time. Makes all things beautiful. As we hit the month of December tomorrow, he keeps getting better. It's called continuous improvement. He keeps getting better. The path of the just is as a shining light that shines brighter and brighter onto a perfect day. Oh yes. If you strive for perfection, even if you miss it, you will get excellence. do not enter the path of the wicked and do not walk in the way of evil avoid it do not travel on it turn away from it and pass on for they do not sleep unless they do evil and their sleep is taken away unless they make someone fall for they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence but the path of the just is as the shining sun that shines brighter and brighter onto the perfect day. But the way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. You can do better. You can jump higher. You can go further. You can dream bigger. You can help more people. That's our commitment. When ending November on a high and entering December with greater prospects. And the key to excellence is to strive for perfection. Business Sense brought to you by ADB. Get in touch for a better offer, a better rate, a better tenor. Call 0302-210-210. is the People's Bank. ADB truly are Greek and more. We understand the excitement and preparations that comes when your child gains admission into senior high school. But we at the Agricultural Development Bank, ADBPLC, also understand the financial burden this comes with. The chop box, trunk, school mattress, you name it. That's why we have partnered with Prospectus Ghana Limited to offer financial support for parents by introducing the ADB Quick Purchase. With a smart loan of up to 20,000 Ghana cities, you can pick up all the items on your child's prospectus for school. ADB PLC offers you a repayment plan of 12 months to relieve you of all that heavy financial burden. Every ADB customer who receives their salaries through the bank, military and police personnel, and all other workers on the controller and accountant general's payroll qualify for this facility. Walk into any ADB branch nationwide or any prospectus Ghana Limited office near you to apply for the ADB Quick Purchase. Terms and conditions apply. ADB, the People's Bank. ADB, truly a Greek and more. 
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. I wish the way I was living could stop serving rocks. No when the cops is hot when I'm on the block. And I wish my brother would have made bail so I won't have to travel six hours to see him in jail. And I wish that my grandmother wasn't sick or that we would just come up on some stats and hit a lick. And I wish my homies wouldn't have to suffer when the streets get the upper hand on us and we lose a brother. And I Wish I could go deep in the zone and lift the spirits of the world with the words within the song. And I wish I could teach a soul to fly. Take away the pain out your hands and help you hold them high. And I wish my homie Butch was still alive. And on the day of his death, we had never took that ride. And I wish that God could protect us from the wrong so that all the soldiers that were sent overseas come home. And uh, we will never break, though they devastate. We shall motivate and we gotta pray. All we gotta spake. Instead of thinking about who gon' die today, the Lord is gon' help you feel better so you ain't gotta cry today. Sit at the light so long. And then we gotta move straight forward cause we fight so strong. So when right go wrong, just say a little prayer, get your money, man, like goes so on. I'm hopeful, yes I am, hopeful for today. Take this music and use it, let it take you away. And be hopeful, hopeful, and he'll make a way. I know it ain't easy, but... That's okay, cause we hope. 6.33 on the City Breakfast Show. It's Thursday morning, people. It's the last day of November 2023. Make it count. Make it count. And I wish the families that lack, but got love. Get some stacks, brand new shack in the lack. That's on dubs. And I wish we could keep achieving wonders. See the vision of the world through the eyes of Stevie Wonder. You feel me? And I hope all the kids eat. And don't nobody in my family see six feet. You dig? I hope the mother stands strong. You can make it whether you win them or your man's gone. And I wish I could give every celly some conversary. And a popo bring the heat on the piece like they did our Kelly. And I wish that DLC could scream again. And bullets could reverse and pocket Biggie breathe again. Then one day they could speak again. I wish that we only saw good news every time we look at CNN. I wish we could never get the blues. Wish I could bring back the people that died at E2. I wish that we could walk the path, stay doing the right thing. Hustle hard so the kids maintain the News about reviews brought to you by Total Energies. The great Afcon Trophy Tour in Ghana is on. Hope you caught it when it visited Liberty Avenue at the Accra area. Also passed through Ring Road and 37 Hospitals. Trophy is still in town. With the brand ambassador Steven Appiah. Hey. Let's live football together with Total Energies. Segment is also brought to you by Fidelity Bank. Get up to 450,000 cities from us and get rewarded. Switch your existing salaried account to us or salaried loan rather. Get a new personal loan and enjoy the lowest fixed interest rate. Get a two month repayment holiday in December and January next year and 50% discount on the processing fee with lots of other goodies. Reach us on 0 800 or walk into any of our branches today and let's help you achieve that dream. And Nathan Kwa is back here. Good morning. Hello. Good this, morning. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, I'm all right. right. Yeah, I wearing a pink shirt. <laughs> the occasion? No, just... This week's a week of colors. Yeah, I guess Last week was a week of white. Yes, yes, yes. This week is just uh, yes, different just colors. mix it up. And color was Charlie Shoto. Good morning, Yeah, you are wearing... What, what was it called, this one? 
<laughs> That's a blue shirt. A blue shirt with a coat. Yeah. Yeah, you're a big man. Yeah. You are getting ready for your show today. Yeah. <laughs> when Caleb dresses you as going to record oh, a program. Oh, oh he has Galamzi. <laughs> or oh, both. <laughs> Wonderful. Let's get into the headlines, guys. So Daily Graphic says OSB best teeth, probes state uh, state land sales and payrolls, and then majority stages work out in parliament over budget debate and state agencies save 30 million Ghana cities from Ghana card measure. And then there is a special supplement on Farmers Day mm. as we gear up for that massive celebration in the Daily Graphic. All right. The Ghanaian Times, drama in parliament, majority works out ahead of budget approval, mm. accuses speaker of playing to minority gallery. Mm. V plant tree to mark Accra 2023 100-day countdown. And our reporter, Bernardose, was at the Bortiman yesterday. Mm-hmm. La General Hospital will be completed on schedule. Mm. Finance Minister assures, and Kisir Jabeng is also here. He says some court decisions against OSP regressive, dismissive. All right, Daily Guide is reporting on the OSP as well. OSP cries over judicial losses, and Rebecca graduates 70 uh, women in skill training. This is the first lady, and NDC supports. Supporters vandalize party headquarters. Hmm. Majority walks out on speaker over 2024 budget and Baumia launches 2023 African Games countdown. These are the stories making headlines on the front page of Daily Guide. The Chronicle says parents hail harmonized prospectus introduced by Education Ministry. Hmm. Ghana ready for Africa Games, that's according to the Vice President. And the OSP is also here on the front page of the Chronicle and is asking a question. Is Ghana ready to fight corruption mm, hmm. that is the question the anchor is saying Takwa hosts 39th farmers day tomorrow right. mp regional minister others poised poised for maiden western region edition and e-jobs for all is not just a slogan land minister says and napo salutes bensha south farmers and expert makes case for energy transition a training for journalists yes, <laughs> yes sir yes. the inquisitor <laughs> news- <laughs> yeah. the inquisitor newspaper also has dr matthew poku prempe here mm-hmm. saluting mencia south farmers right. the other stories though anger at gre and those stories are on pages four and five of the inquisitor and then they say or the paper says bantama politics gets dirty hmm. evil plot or evil against Asenso Boache falls flat. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. But at APC News is reporting Onia TV FM inciting military mutiny and ethnic division NMC declares and wants NCA action. Yeah. Asenso Boache rubbishes $20,000 bribery allegation against him hmm. and Ghana gears up for 13th African Games. A grand 100-day countdown begins and OSP accuses judges of bias against ABC News. All right. The, uh, finally, for me, the business finder, IPPs on life support over two point three billion dollar debt, threatening potential power supply crisis. Mm. U.S. to support development of Ghana's digital economy and confusion rocks 2024 budget approval. Let me go online for a few more headlines. Citynewsroom.com. We will kick against budget approval again today. Mm. This is the minority. Meanwhile, the trade minister is to lay the import restrictions bill in parliament later today. And then frustrated Kisiya Jabin should not resign. Martin Pebu is urging 
the OSP to soldier on. Meanwhile, the finance minister is insisting that parliament has approved the budget. I don't think that's <laughs> the case because <laughs> the speaker said, yeah. I think the eyes have it, but the minority did not agree. But, well, we'll see what happens today. Yeah. In other stories, Actu Forsen is claiming that the government, or Akufuado's government, has introduced 50 new taxes since 2017. And uh, as we know, majority stages work out during the approval process. So quite a number of stories there. And the OSP is meeting with the press yesterday. It says Ghana will lose corruption fight if OSP fails. What I find interesting is that usually these agencies, when they do their meet the press, is, is the information ministry that does it. But the OSP press conference. Thing. So there's yeah. clearly something going on between yeah. the OSP and the it's, government it's, that appointed him. Yeah. That he, he has to call media to his own office and but there's it, no... Yeah, yesterday he's, he said he's Anku Anume, Anume, Anume. It's terrible. It's <laughs> terrible. I know you have a good time with him today. MyJohnOnline.com, a few more headlines. Negotiations with IMF credit. Sorry, negotiations with international creditors hit deadlock. Yeah. Atu Forsen is claiming this is in relation to the IMF deal. Couple of things from the political parties. Voter turnout will be low in next election. Ayariga is predicting this. Hassan Ayariga. Meanwhile, Nanaya Jantua says Ghana needs uh, an economic development plan. And then AGI backs trade ministry on proposed ally to restrict strategic imports. And then NDC disqualifies parliamentary candidate for from primaries of a recent violence in the There's also a story I want to read to you. Pharmaceutical Society of Ghana cautions against increased abuse of antibiotics. Uh, Star FM, I have no hand in disturbance at NDC headquarters. Disqualified aspirant says so. BOG cautions exporters against failure to repatriate proceeds to Ghana. And then uh, Supreme Court strikes out OSP's case against judge, which is one of the things he points out to in his meeting. If you go to Class FM, reopening date for Form 1 SHS students too close will put will be put under undue pressure. This is the teachers saying so. And then Kisia Jabing's story is also here. Meanwhile, Onya TV, Onya FM say you can't intimidate us okay. as they sue NMC. So there's something going on between, between NMC, NMC yeah. and then Onya FM. GNA is also talking. No court can stop OSP from investigating or prosecuting anyone. This is the special prosecutor. He has also commenced investigations into government payroll administration. You read that yes. on the front page as well. And then internationally, there's a man, I'm sure if you were not born then, by Henry Kissinger. Kissinger or Kissinger, I'm not sure. the greatest modern diplomat. Greatest? Hmm? <laughs> One of the most dubious. Of course. I mean, in terms of, yes. but Yeah, so... Anybody who studies well, you can use that. You can you can use the, the phrase the 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 most the, popular. No, it's not, it's not a popular man. <laughs> it's just, it's just he, a, I know he's not liked. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a noted, notorious Secretary of State. <laughs> he's dies, not liked. Dies in, at a hundred. Yeah. He was quite prominent in the 1970s yep. crisis. The yeah. So yeah. It's written copiously on the art of yeah. diplomacy. So let's get into the details. Let's start with the OSP and what well, is he saying. OSP is baring his teeth. He's mm. probing state land sales payroll story by Emmanuel Abel-Hoxon. And it says the Office of the Special Prosecutor has commenced investigations into suspected corruption and corruption-related offenses in government payroll systems. A Special Prosecutor Kisia Jabing, who announced this at a press conference in a choir today, said the investigations were being done in collaboration with the Controller and Accountant General's Department already. He said a 
joint team of staff mm -hmm. from the OSP and the Controller Accountant General Department had been formed to spearhead the investigation code. The assessment and investigations are especially aimed at isolating and removing non-existent names, uh, recovering wrongful payments, and the prosecution of persons suspected mm -hmm. to be culpable for any offenses. And there is also the issue about state lands. And then he criticized the judges. Mm -hmm. Bernard, um, so Mr. Jabbing, who was speaking at his first major engagement with the media since taking office two years ago, bemoaned what he described as a trend of dismissive attitude from judges, mm -hmm. uh, some judges towards the work of the OSP, which was hampering the fight against corruption. He said uh, the OSP, in compliance with its mandate, regularly updated the public on its operation, operations cases in court as well as its opinion on judicial decisions affecting its work. He also says that the mandate of the law courts is to apply and enforce laws of the Republic and yeah. not to clothe persons with immunity from criminal investigations and prosecution. Yeah. He said the court could therefore not injunct the office from investigating or prosecuting any person. And uh, meanwhile, the uh, City News interviews a couple of people around the OSP's yeah. complaints. Private labor practitioner Martin Pebu believes that OSP is experiencing frustration yeah. in the execution of his duties, but that he should soldier on and not resign. Wow. He says Mr. Jabin is indeed frustrated by the lack of support from the general public and the numerous cases he has been losing, but he should keep at it and he should not think about resigning. Mm. That's the story from Martin Pebu. Well, page two of the Chronicle also has the OSP, but their um, headline says, is Ghana ready to fight corruption? So yeah, he basically says that if we, if the OSP loses, Ghana loses, yeah. and I think that's big. Now, the second story, Parliament. Yes, drama. stages mm -hmm. work out Stage, mm. in uh, Parliament. Six of the Ghanaian Times okay. has that. And the story is written by Julius Yao Petichi, and it says drama unfolded in Parliament yesterday as the majority caucus staged the walkout ahead of the approval of the 2024 budget statement and economic policy of the government. This was after the minority had challenged the ruling of the Speaker, Right Honourable Alban Babin, on the voice vote he put for the approval of the budget or otherwise. It was the second time the majority had staged the walkout on the government budget, having done same in 2021. Mm -hmm. And the story goes on to say, the signs of a showdown were apparent at the commencement of sitting yesterday with almost all lawmakers pres uh, <laughs> present, which was an unusual attendance <laughs> to mm -hmm. the house. Mm -hmm. Okay, now I scheduled and, you know, so it goes on to give details. Of course, the most important part of this mm -hmm. is that, uh, having listened to the debates, the speaker put the question on the first note, mm -hmm could not make a decision as he entreated MPs to say yes or no in their natural voices mm -hmm. and avoid shouting. Then he goes on to say, I think the yes have it, but mm -hmm. coming under, standing under 113, mm -hmm. which states that a member may call for headcount or division mm -hmm. if the opinion of Mr. Speaker on the voice note is challenged. So that was what was attributed to MP for Elembele, Emmanuel Amakufi Boa, who said the Speaker got his judgment wrong. So the majority then walked out because they felt that the what the, they felt the speaker initially had made a ruling yeah. and then based on what the minority said the speaker changed his mind and then also what the minority was calling for they believe the, the speaker sort of was dithering because he wanted minority to get more numbers be that as it may the majority walked out but what we have on city newsroom is that the minority are saying yeah. that they will kick against the approval again today wow. so the minority in parliament has threatened to kick against the approval of the budget again today 
uh, addressing journalists, Minority Leader Kassela Tufosin said the budget was still hanging and this approval would once again be defeated today. Mm-hmm. And he claims that the majority don't have the numbers to pass the budget. But the majority of the Ochechim ensembles who expressed fury about the speaker's actions pointed out, you were all there. You heard the speaker loud and clear. Why should the speaker beat such a history retreat from what he has said? Mm-hmm. In this case, he said the eyes have it. Then you have the speaker making a sudden U-turn that he didn't add that the eyes have it. He just expressed an opinion. And that's most unfortunate. So we think the proper thing should be done. Then he says, we agreed to the headcount. What was he waiting for? For about 30 minutes. He was not doing anything. What kind of attitude is this? That is why we left the chamber. Five MPs of the minority were not there. So basically, something called a headcount that they yes. wanted to happen. But it turns out that the speaker rather chose for what is called a division, which led to the majority since you walk out. Now, what is making this whole thing more confusing is that right after this, the Minister of Finance met with journalists and said the budget has been approved. <laughs> so he, he has heard <laughs> the eyes have it. So Finance Minister Ken Ofriata believes yes. that the budget has been passed mm-hmm. following the declaration of the voice vote by the Speaker al Bambabin, despite the minority's position that the budget has not been passed. Okay. If you go to page 4 of the Ghanaian Times, I'll give you more on the Finance Minister's uh, standpoint. Yeah. Now he says um, he has a giving indication that he will go ahead okay. and spend from the consolidated fund True. if the disagreement between the majority and minority in relation to the budget approval is not resolved. Hi. According to him, stand, the budget had been approved <laughs> and therefore it had the or he had the legal backing to spend from the consolidated fund and other statutory sources on government programs and policies. No, but is approval basically what we think the speaker said or can, does parliament then communicate? This is a serious house so you cannot say on the basis of what the speaker because there's a standing order that they used to say they should do a count so parliament itself maybe the office of parliament should communicate to the the public has the budget been passed or or not not. Uh, yes we we cannot have people put their interpretation so ndc supporters vandalized the party headquarters yesterday but before then Mm -hmm. the institute of statistical social and economic research isa is speaking and is saying that the government should use forex regulations to restrict imports Mm. so professor peter corte has called on the government to abort the legislative instrument that seeks to ban or restrict the importation of certain goods the laws seek action on 22 products including rice sugar poultry fruit juice offal and cement he said in Instead, the government should prevail on the Bank of Ghana to use its foreign exchange, that is forex regulations, to restrict excessive imports to help boost manufacturing in the country. Mm. Professor Kote added that mm. the BOG, through its regulations of providing foreign exchange to the commercial banks for the purpose of imports, could easily limit supply to importers as part of measures to control import rather than the proposed legislation which would empower the Ministry of Trade and Industry to issue licenses mm. for the importation of the listed products. Two final stories on economy before we go to the NDC and then education. Kassela, two forcing has been in the news for a number of reasons. Minority that now he's saying that he's alleging that there's a stalemate between Ghana and uh, the IMF in their negotiations because according to him there's a disagreement between the government and the International Creditors Committee regarding the cutoff point for the external debt to be included in the debt retraction exercise. The disagreement has put the release of the next tranche of $600 million in mm. jeopardy. Now, Kassel Atufosin made the allegation during his concluding remarks on the budget debate in Parliament on Wednesday and said, Ghana is currently in a tight spot. Mm. Mr. Speaker, to interest you to note, he goes on and on and on. Yeah. Then he also alleges that the government has introduced seven, uh, what do you call it, 50 new taxes since 
2017. Although he does not mention the specific taxes, he said that again on the floor mm. of Parliament. So those are two more economic stories. Let's come to the NDC, NDC. before we go to education. Yes, Bernard, yesterday the national uh, headquarters of the opposition NDC was uh, literally turned upside down according to Daily Guide by... Uh, following an attack of the place by a horde of angry-looking party supporters, the attack left in its trails broken glasses and damaged property. Information gathered by Daily Guide indicates that the party supporters were on a mission to vent their anger over the disqualification of a certain candidate for the Odududu constituency in the Greater Accra region, Michael Niyaboy. He had his hopes of contesting the constituency as a candidate uh, dashed when he was disqualified by the party's vetting committee. So this horde of angry supporters are these not the same people who attacked are, are these not supposed to the same guy who attacked akusia and some people during the vetting yes. this is about a month ago yes. the party said they're going to do something about these guys obviously they haven't yeah because i believe it's the same group of people because i think they support the same person yes who the earlier on the party had said they are disqualified and i think the ndc should take a more serious view of it this must. because if you blow hot and cold on violence this is what you get yeah. all right they go and throw stones at their party at office because they support some guy next thing they'll start beating people and smashing car windows and this is completely condemnable yeah. and the party itself should show that they disapprove of this kind of behavior yeah. because this is the second time in as many months as they've done this mm -hmm. you know and it's completely unacceptable well, if you go to page three of the Chronicle, um, parents are happy or they've hailed the education ministry for bringing the harmonized prospectus. Now, to help avoid the frustration parents go through in buying different school items for the awards in various SHSs, the GES has introduced an initiative called the National Prospectus for Senior High and Technical Schools in the country. Now, it's to provide a standardized prospectus for all first-year students, and it's eliminating all ambiguity regarding what they should bring. Now, uh, grab a copy of the Chronicle just to get the details. So, there's Category 1, Basic Needs Must Have, mm -hmm. and then they have the Category 2, Cleaning materials for both day and boarding, and those are subdivided into various groups. Meanwhile, there is a story on uh, Class FM online about reopening day. Teacher unions say that the opening date for form one students is too close uh, to put a new burden on ever. Now, you know the the list for schools. I think the the placement came a couple of days ago. Yes. And the teacher unions are saying that reopening on 4th January, 4 December is too close. Now, the pre-tertiary teacher unions in Ghana have expressed concern over the undue over the, over the due date for reporting and reopening of first-year students in SHSs. Following the release of the CSSPS on Tuesday, 28 November, first-year SHS students are expected to report on Monday, December 4. But, so that means there's no quick turnaround time, right? But in a, a letter... And by the way, the, the secondary school I attended, the Form 2s, yes. who were in Form 1 up until this week, mm -hmm. yeah. still don't have their school uniforms. Oh. So they still wear white... <laughs> Top and brown. Yes, they don't have a skin uniform yet. Oh, why? I don't know. But I don't know about other schools. But in a letter signed by the DG of the GES on on Wednesday, co-signed by the NAT, uh, Nagrat, and the others, the teacher unions... So in a letter addressed to the DG of the GES, signed by the NAT, Nagrat, and the CCT, yeah. and TEU, the teacher unions noted that the announced date for the reporting of first-year students appears not practicable due to the fact that the placement and reopening dates are too close. Mm. According to the unions, asking for one students to report to school on 4th December, only for them to go home again by 21st December, ah. for the Christmas holidays, Why? <laughs> uh, what, what's happening? will put undue <laughs> pressure on students, sure. staff and parents. <laughs> 
So you see, whilst the Chronicle is talking about praising the harmonize, harmonize, the, the real issue is, so they go to school, to, is it, what's today's date? Today is, Today is 30. 30. So, so they go to school on Monday. Monday. And then 17 days later, they are going back. <laughs> what is that? For what? <laughs> for Christmas break. <laughs> oh, ah, and then they will come back. So the union has indicated that the vacation period, which spans 21st December to 2nd January, is too limited a uh, time to offer members of staff yeah. any meaningful rest. Yeah. They therefore call on the management of GS to reconsider all these situations Charlie. and effect changes to the date. Charlie. Maybe we need to talk to GS about the whole calendar. Because yeah. some way, Charlie, go to school. Three days after the list is released, three weeks later, come back home. Ten days later, go. Too much stress. Anyway. Too much stress. But uh, experts have been making a case for energy transition. Mm -hmm. This has been said at a training for journalists. I see you in a photo here. It's a training that was jointly organized by City Media and the Natural Resource Governance Institute. So you can read the details. So the deputy director at the Ministry of Energy in making a case for energy transition lamented how the air in the national capital and surrounding communities has been heavily polluted. According to Dr. Robert uh, Sogbaji, Mm -hmm. so bad is the situation that for now, if he wants clean and healthy he travels all the way to the Oti region before he could inhale it. In the past, he said he drives to a brewery in the eastern region, but not anymore as the situation keeps worsening, emphasizing the need to adopt the Paris Agreement, a legally binding international treaty mm-hmm. on climate change by uh, 196 parties at the UN Climate Change Conference COP21 in Paris, France on 12 September, 12 December 2015. All right. Yeah, energy transition. All right, the business finder and... Um IPPs are here Mm. now. They say IPPs on life support over 2.3 billion dollar debt. Um, the story says in a stark warning, the Chamber of Independent Power Generators in Ghana has raised concerns over the sustainability of electricity production, Mm. indicating that a potential crisis if uh, the government indicating a potential crisis if the government's outstanding debts are not settled promptly. Mm-hmm. The chamber revealed that its members were owed a staggering $2.3 billion, mm. emphasizing that discussions with the government regarding a payment plan um, had failed to yield positive results over the last three months. Dr. Eric Blim, Komla Apetogbo, Apetogbo. He's the CEO of the chamber and he delivered this damn message during a lecture mm-hmm. on opportunities and challenges in Ghana's energy. Have you read sector. the countdown to all Africa games? It's well, happening on yes. the if we if you go to um, So Veep I have that here on ABC News. Veep Baumia launches hundred day countdown to Accra twenty twenty three African Games. Mm-hmm. The Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia on Wednesday, November 29, twenty twenty three, launched the hundred day countdown to the thirteenth African Games. Accra 2023. Ghana won the bid in 2018 to host the African Games this year, mm-hmm. but the Games was rescheduled to March 2024 following unforeseen circumstances which derailed preparations. So with the government in investing so much in developing multi-purpose facilities from the scratch mm-hmm. in Boteman, as well as completing the University of Ghana Stadium, mm-hmm. renovating hostel facilities for accommodation and building other supporting facilities near the University of Ghana Stadium, all is now almost set for the games with the launch of 100 day countdown yeah. to go you know the, the games step. have opened up the Bortemann area mm-hmm. it's uh, there's a beautiful road that's been yes. done from school junction to Bortemann there's a stadium that's been built an Olympics village yeah. close to Ashaiman fantastic development let's hope we are able to host and win yeah man are, there are 23 competitive sports disciplines with 8 
uh, athletics, badminton, cycling, swimming, tennis, table tennis, triathlon, and wrestling serving as qualifiers for the 2024 Olympic Games. There's also wrestling, beach volleyball, 3 by 3 basketball, boxing, chess, cricket. Ghana can use this to really, really boost its sports. And we're hoping that beyond the infrastructure and investment, we'll also invest in training. And then we'll leave it here, gentlemen. Thank, thank you, you very much, Nathan, and thank you very much, Caleb. Coming up next is the City Business News. Stay with us. Ah, you know, Papa, see that? Oh. And it's rickety car. Hey, Papa! Bobo. Papa! Oh, yeah, that's Bobo. <laughs> ah, Bobo, so how your engine now? It is half man, half amazing. Thanks to cars and you. Don't feel better energy. Can't touch this. So Sancho's engine just died like that? Yes, so Somebody managed to convince him that there is a better engine oil than quartz. And he switched. Ah, Sancho Panza. Now, which engine oil can be better than quartz? No other, my guy. Quartz with its age-resistant technology, it keeps your engine younger for longer. Now, you know, have you guys seen the new bottle design? It's superb. Quartz 9000 from Total Energy's DA improves fuel efficiency. Why do you think Mr. Mane and Logo so have taken the quartz nation movement world cup like that? Hey, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Chairman, no money. Chairman. Hey, Chairman! Quartz. Keep your engine younger. Smile! Fidelity Bank has got you covered. We are offering personal loans of up to 450,000 Ghana cities for salaried workers with two months repayment holiday. No gimmicks. Switch to Fidelity Bank today and smile. We'll even take on your existing loans with your bank and help you live your financial dreams with discounted processing fees from now till 31st December 2023. Buy that car, take that holiday, or get a Fidelity Bank mortgage. And smile with our fixed sum monthly repayment and fixed interest rate. Switch to Fidelity Bank today and smile. Switch and smile with Fidelity Bank. Fidelity Bank. Believe with us. Terms and conditions apply. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. City Business News is next. Brought to you by Access Bank and MTN as well as Goyle. The news is also brought to you by Old Mutual. 10 years of greatness in Ghana. Here for a lifetime. So Caleb is back. City Business News. Welcome again, Caleb. Thank you very much, Bernard. Hello, good morning, and welcome to the breakfast edition of the City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Girl, Access Bank, and Ode Mutual. My name is Caleb Kuda. Coming up, government assures of establishing safe and resilient cyberspace for the economic development of the country. Also, prices of automobiles projected to double if government succeeds at passing the import and export uh, bill 2023 will bring you a report highlighting the development.
details of our stories down and government says it is working assiduously towards establishing a safe and resilient cyber environment aimed at fueling Ghana's economic development. The government maintains it prioritizes initiatives geared towards bridging the digital divide. Speaking at the Global Conference on Cyber Capacity Building being hosted by Ghana, the Minister of Communications and Digitalization, Eslaosu Ekufu, emphasized the role of international collaborations in safeguarding the cyber space. Cybersecurity is the other side of the coin of digitalization, and you cannot have one without the other. Ghana is actively pursuing cybersecurity initiatives, not just for our benefit, but also for the benefit of the sub-region. Using ITU recommendations and other international best practices to ensure a safe and resilient cyberspace for sustainable digital transformation. I'm happy to report that Ghana raised its score on the 2021 ITU Global Cybersecurity Index to 86.69%, up from 32.6% in 2017. To accomplish even better for our entire sub-region, we seek partnerships and global cooperation. That was the Minister of Communications and Digitalization, Esla Osu Ekufu, for his part. The World Bank Country Director for Ghana, Liberia and Sierra Leone, Pierre Laporte, noted the importance for international partners to commit investment towards critical cybersecurity initiatives as he commends Ghana for making strides on the African continent. There is a sense of urgency here and business as usual is not an option anymore. With the development community, must find innovative ways to reach the speed and scale needed to deliver better results. For the World Bank, it has become clear that we cannot achieve our goals and realize our vision, a world free of poverty on a livable planet without cyber resilience. We are often asked if there are cybersecurity good practices or success stories that could be replicated and scaled up. Ghana is probably one of the most striking cases. Just a week ago, the World Bank published a result story on how Ghana managed to become a regional leader for cybersecurity. According to data from the International Telecommunications Union, Ghana ranks first in West and Central Africa and third on the African continent. That was the World Bank Country Director for Ghana, Liberia and Sierra Leone, Pierre Laporte. Now, it is anticipated that there would be substantial surge in automobile prices potentially doubling should the government successfully navigate the passage of the impost restriction legislative instrument. This proposed legislative state legislation slated to curtail the importation of 22 specific items, notably automobiles, faces fervent opposition from the vehicle licensing uh, Dealers Union of Ghana, a group directly impacted by the potential policy shift. There is more in the following report. Eagerly awaiting parliamentary approval, the government is pushing for the import restriction ally aiming to restrict the importation of selected items. Various business associations, including Guta, have said that this legislation may adversely affect prices, disrupt the smooth flow of goods, and pose a threat to businesses. Frank Kofiga, the General Secretary of the Vehicle Licensing Dealers Union of Ghana, Vadok, contends that the airline could compound challenges for local car dealers, leading to a surge in vehicle cost. We do 90% of all the vehicles that come into the country. 
and then the brand new or i'll say that now the assemblers they do only 10 percent of the entire market share wow. clearly um the assemblers cannot meet up uh, the demand of a hundred thousand vehicles as we speak now we cannot clearly tell how much or how many cars they are manufacturing but they're not doing more than even four percent of the total uh, demand uh, for the country there is no way they can even meet up even in the next five years the demand that the country needs in total if this restriction is to take effect then it means that government is going to deliberately create a shortage which shortage will uh, increase uh, the cost of uh, vehicle inflation will probably increase because you have dealers holding their vehicles and then selling only at the point where the prices have skyrocketed so it is um, it is not a good policy it is not a good legislation and I don't think uh, government should uh, continue prices of vehicles are going to shoot up some of them it can even go up to hundred percent more Frank Ofiga commends the Joint Business Consultative Forum's efforts to petition Parliament against approving the bill. He emphasizes that if enacted, the bill would have detrimental effects on their businesses echoing concerns about the potential harm posed by the proposed legislation. This particular ally is because of the motor vehicles and they've just only added other items to it just to make up the case. But the real emphasis is on motor vehicles. To, to sort of like give the entire market to uh, foreign investors whilst you've not created any incentives, you've not given any room for the local people, for the over 7,000 uh, car dealers in this particular uh, uh, market, any incentive or any way or any form of uh, a market or anything to... to now, Shika Caesar filed that report. Now, the Deputy Minister in Charge of Technical Vocational Education and Training, DVET, Gifty Chum Ampofo, says it is collaborating with the German Development Agency, GIZ, to establish 22 sector skill bodies, SSBs, aimed to bring together private and industry professionals to drive present and future workforce needs in industries. Gifty Chumampo for disclosed that 12 sector skill bodies have already been set up with the rest expected to be completed in 2024. Here's the Deputy Minister of Education addressing participants at the Ghana Career and Migration Fair 2023. I'm also glad that with the support of GIZ, we have now established 12 sector skill bodies. And with these sector skills bodies, they, we co collaborate very well with them to ensure that as we're developing curricula and introducing new courses, they give us the advice with, so that as we train our individuals, we will know the demands of industry. So Chief Director, we're now doing better because we're not developing. Gifty Chum Ampofo is Deputy Minister in Charge of Technical Vocational Education Training, TVET. Now let's go on to the interbank foreign exchange market where banks trade amongst themselves. The dollar remained and is selling at 11 cities 60 pesos. The British pound gained 5 pesos is selling at 14 cities 68 pesos. The euro gained 6 pesos and is selling at 12 cities 74 pesos. However, at some forex bureau in the capital, the dollar is selling at 12 cities 30 pesos while the British pound could be sold to you at 14 cities 75 pesos and the euro is going for 12 cities, 80 pesos. Let's now join Mark Jordan Sikandante of Data Bank for the latest updates on the bonds market. Market activity in government of Ghana bonds pulled back by 8% from the week opening session 
to a total volume traded of 440.4 million Ghana CDs in the second session of this week. Bond prices declined further in the second session, reflecting a decrease in the Data Bank Bond Index to 64.45 points, with a weighted yield to maturity of 18.83%. On the primary money market, the Ghanaian Treasury seeks to raise 5.62 billion Ghana CDs on the 91 to the 364-day bills in an auction on Thursday, 30th November. The amount raised will partly be used to cover estimated maturities valued at 4.04 billion Ghana CDs. That was Mark Jordan Sikanate, and that, that's it for the breakfast edition of the City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Gold, Access Bank, and Ode Mutual. My name is Caleb Kuda. Do have a good business day. The news was also brought to you by Ode Mutual. 10 years of greatness in Ghana, here for a lifetime. towards the cashier. Yep, you can trust my wife for that when she's using my Access Bank Visa card. Oh, look at that. Too much swag. Her swiping is impeccable, especially when Access Bank Visa cards are offering up to 40% discount. Aha, I see where her confidence is coming from. A 40% discount, that's something. What is she paying for? It's a spa moment. Get an Access Prepaid, debit or credit Visa card, transact and enjoy up to 40% discount when you shop at your favorite retail outlets or Access Bank loyalty partners. Your Access Visa cards can be used for local or international transactions. Access Bank, more than banking. For over 10 years, Old Mutual has been touching lives in Ghana. Whether you're a trader or a student, an entrepreneur or an employer, or nearing your retirement, we have the right financial solutions tailored just for you. Contact Old Mutual on 030-7000-600 or visit our website on oldmutual.com.gh to learn more. And let's realize your financial freedom together. 10 years of greatness, here for a lifetime. Old Mutual, do great things every day. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. minutes past the hour 97.3 CFM. don't forget 24th december situation is happening it's uh, at the la palm royal beach hotel grab your tickets grab your tables some great music it's lots of nice food it's your special all-white party brought to you by 97.3 cdfm and cd tv City Business News brought to you by Access Bank. We and Graphic Business are organizing the SME Fair 23, giving our cherished customers and the general public the chance to shop 
for home appliances and office items this festive season at amazingly discounted prices in our 2023 SME Fair. Theme is running sustainable businesses in a challenging economic landscape. We'll bring together businesses from electronics, furniture, art and beauty, food and agric, engineering, retail store and more. It's at the AMA Gardens, Thursday 7th to Friday 8th December, 11am each day. Take advantage and get the best discounts and amazing deals this festive season. For more information, call our 24-hour contact center, 0800-004400, Access Bank, More Than Banking. Business news also brought to us by MTN. No need for stress of unfinished calls. Dial star 506 hash. Get to borrow credit on MTN extra time. Everybody needs extra time to score a last minute goal. Your conversations don't need to end. Borrow extra time now and enjoy the things you love on your favorite network, MTN. Kickoff is next with the man, Gabi Ofe. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> it's brought to us by Lesheho in partnership with Petra. We have exciting news for all Petra Tier 3 scheme members. If you need a loan for immediate expense like school fees, rent, project completion, or to meet other urgent financial needs, safeguard your investment today. Take a pension back loan at a very low interest rate. With a convenient application process and flexible terms of payment, you're on your way to achieving your dreams. Don't let this amazing opportunity pass you by. Call 0577-699923. Remember, it's not just a loan, it's your dream and your future. And also brought to you by Shell. Our fuels with Dynaflex are designed to keep your engine clean and protected for efficiency and effectiveness. Visit your favorite Shell station today. Get fuels because every Shell fuel gives your car a better journey. Why Shell fuels? Because every car loves Shell. Right, Manchester United are facing elimination from the Champions League after scoring a two-goal lead draw 3-0 with Galatasaray in Istanbul. Arsenal true to the last 16 following the 6-0 dropping of Lens at the Emirates to get to reflect on last night's results from the year for uh, Champions League game. Women's football, Ghana's Black Queens are one step away from qualifying to the WAFCON uh, next year. It will be an amazing thing for us to be able to uh, accomplish this goal and come back into the international stage, especially you know, African again. It's been a long time. so. All right, so big game on Friday is uh, Ghana's Black Queen is taking on the Gladiators of Namibia at the Accra Sports Studio. My name is Gabby Offen. Welcome to kickoff right here on City 97.3. All right, and so 31 goals emerged from last night's uh, games in the UEFA Champions League. We have first to the Emirates, where Arsenal reached the Champions League knockout as group winners by thumping Lens uh, 6-0 at the Emirates Stadium. Kai Havertz, Gabi J. Series, Bukayo Saka, uh, Gabi Martinelli, and uh, Martin 
Odegaard was scored in the first half before Jorginho added a late penalty. Arsenal progressed from Group B alongside PSV Hindhoven. Willan out. Arsenal's Gabi Jesus says they want to win the Champions League this season. Uh, it's nothing special. I mean, like, you know, from another another competition. Obviously, Champions League, I say many times, I watch a lot uh, at home, you know. Sometimes I miss the school to, to watch because uh, I love football, you know. Obviously, like I said before, Champions League is special, like a Premier League, you know. But obviously, uh, I already won the Premier League. I want to win here, obviously, but I want to win the Champions League as well, not just scoring, but win. All right, so there's uh, Arsenal's uh, Gabi Jesus speaking there. Uh, at the Rams Park, Manchester United's uh, Champions League hope suffered another setback as uh, a horror show from goalkeeper Andri Onana allowed Galatasaray to win a draw. And in Istanbul, uh, the result means United are bottom of Group A. But what does United skipper Bruno Fernandes make of the performance? We concede really bad goals. Uh, I think we... We have to take control of that situations in uh, in all of them. Um, we in top of the result for for twice, and uh, we had too many chances, far too many chances to, to score another goal and have uh, and have the game closed. Um, but we're not clinical enough. I could see you just watched one of the free kicks that Hakim Ziyech took go into the back of the net, and I could see from the look on your face that you're extremely disappointed with that. How do you explain both of those occasions when those goals went in? I have nothing. I have nothing to explain. Is uh, we can see the goals and, uh, and there's nothing to do now. Um, obviously, we we could have done better in that two goals, but it's what it is. All right. So that's uh, United's uh, skipper Bruno Fernandes speaking there. Uh, the Bernabeu is uh, Jude Bellingham. Uh, he became the first player to score in each of his first four Champions League appearances for Real Madrid, as they saw of uh, Spirit in Napoli. It was a 20-year-old's 15 goal. And it's our 16th appearance for Los Blancos. And I'll hear from Jude Bellingham on his performance last night. Yes, it's not bad. Um, it's important that I keep going and try and help the team win trophies by the end of the season, uh, not at the start. So, yeah, all the games are just as important as each other. But, yeah, it's important that I keep my feet on the ground and keep working. All right, so that's uh, Madrid side Jude Bellingham uh, speaking there. Elsewhere, the Ramon Sanchez Pijuan, Sergio Ramos scored the 10,000 goal in the Champions League as uh, Sevilla named the oldest starting eleven in the history of the competition in a 3-2 defeat against PSV Eindhoven. So PSV are true with uh, Arsenal to the last 16 of the UEFA Champions League. In Germany, Copenhagen claimed a crucial point and kept their hopes of reaching the last 16 alive after grinding out a goalless draw against Bayern Munich. Yeah, so go on for uh, Copenhagen. Away from the UEFA Champions League, we've got some games in the Europa League and we call it Thursday Night Football. Uh, some selected games, AEK Athens are up against Brighton and Hove. Albion at 5.45pm. Uh, Both teams will endeavour to boost their chances of reaching the knockout rounds. Atlanta take on Sporting Lisbon. Uh, back at Apola, uh, they up against West Ham United and uh, Mohamed Kudus hopefully will get to feature for uh, West Ham United. Liverpool take on Lask. Marseille up against Ajax. So that's uh, uh, some European football. Uh, matches coming up later today. Now we do some local stuff because our Vice President of Ghana, Dr. Mahmoud Balmia, says the right the time is right for Ghana to host the African Games as the West African nation prepares to host the multi-sport competition for the second time. Now an inspection tour took place yesterday to mark 100 days to the start of the event. 
and uh, the event doubled as an occasion for the inspection of facilities being constructed to host the games. You know, two facilities are currently uh, still undergoing some touches and uh, the University of Ghana is being renovated to host the athletes from Africa and also a new facility is being built at Bortiman to host indoor sports disciplines including swimming, uh, three by three, basketball, volleyball, handball and uh, some other sports. Despite having Dr. Kwame Nkrumah, the first president of Ghana, as founding member of the Games, the question is why Ghana has not hosted the African Games until now. The answer is simple. There is a time for everything. And this is our time. Ghana is now ready, willing, and capable to organize and host Africa in the biggest sporting competition on the continent. The government and people of Ghana are honored to have been given the opportunity, for which reason work has been ongoing assiduously since 2018, including the personal intervention of His Excellency the President of the Republic to resolve the impasse that threatened to derail the games. Distinguished ladies and gentlemen, sports is now more than just a game. In this regard, the hosting of the 13th African Games goes beyond providing a participatory platform for countries to win medals. All right, so that's uh, Vice President of Ghana, Dr. Mahmoudou Balbian, speaking there. Now, to some MTN Cup results, round of 64, Krahata folks suffered elimination in the... Uh, MTN Africa Cup after losing 4-3 on penalties to Nani FC uh, yesterday at the Pobiman Sports Complex. The game ended in a goalless draw after 90 minutes of action with uh, penalties deciding the fate of the two teams. And Richard Atta with the last kick and he's kited it. And uh, as a folk fans, not too excited with uh, that outcome. Uh, Nani FC so will join uh, Kumasa Santiago to call Legon Cities and Great Olympics to uh, be the teams, the Premier League teams, to have progressed to the run of 32. And for Legon City's head coach, Parkwesi Fabian, he's elated with the results. Yeah, I think it's a good feeling, uh, especially when we've lost successive matches. Uh, we're doing the right things, but uh, we hope that uh, this win will galvanize the team for better results in the, in the next games. All right, so that's our Legon City's girl for Parkwesi Fabian speaking. There. We wrap up with some women's football. And Ghana's Black Queens are looking to book one of the tickets to the upcoming women's AFCON in Morocco next year. The Queens missed out on the last edition, but this time they have to beat Namibia in the final round of qualifiers in two legs. The Black Queens uh, will take on Namibia first on the, in the first leg on Friday at their cross post. And uh, Jennifer Kujo uh, believes qualifying is not out of the team's reach. It will be an amazing thing for us to be able to uh, accomplish this goal and come back into the international stage, especially you know, African again. It's been a long time, so I think it will be an incredible journey for us. And I also believe that we got everything we we need to be able to qualify now. We hope that everybody you know, should their support, whether you are at the stadium, whether you are at home or wherever you are, keep supporting the girls, keep cheering everyone on, and then we will do our possible best to get the win because um, we know we are playing against a top team as well, so it's not going to be an easy game, but we believe in ourselves, we believe in what we're building. So I personally feel amazing and I can't wait to be able to uh, celebrate my first WAFCON with everyone. 
All right, so that's the Black Queen's uh, midfielder, Jennifer Kujo, speaking there. Now, let's hear also from uh, virtual defender Linda Ishan on qualifying the, to, to the Women's African Cup of Nations. For the qualification, it means everything to us. We've been out for almost five years now, since uh, 2000, uh, 2018, when we hosted in Ghana. I was part of it. We, we were not able to even go beyond the group stage. So this qualification means everything to us. It means a lot. All right, so there's a Black Queen's uh, Linda Ishan speaking there. So that game is later on Friday against Namibia. And their cross-posting them is the final qualifying round for the Women's African Cup of Nations. And that's all the latest for today. For more stories, you can head to citysportsonline.com. Kickoff was proudly brought to you by Shell and uh, Lesheho. My name is Gabby Offer. Back later at 5 p.m. with Sports Flash. Do take care of yourself and bye-bye. If you need unique services, innovative financial solutions, we deliver on our promise because we are number one. Let's go, we improve your life. Stuck with nothing. No matter your situation, let's go. We improve your life. Let's go. We improve your life. Let's go. Savings and loans. Let's improve life. Everybody has a sound they love. For some people, it's the sound of music. Others love the sound of money counting. And some people love the sound of peace. But if you're a car owner, there is one sound you fall in love with every time. Now that's the sound of a healthy engine that has been loved by Shell Fuel. Shell Fuels with Dynaflex technology cleans and protects your engine for efficient running. No matter your vehicle, every car loves Shell Fuels. Fill up and give your car the love it needs for better journeys. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. There are moments in life when you're just so scared and you feel like just giving up. Oh, but that's saying we know that you can do it believe in yourself and then go for it go for it nourishment that is your dino milk choose nourishment choose dino milk who cow your nutritious instant powdered milk dino milk go for it this effort is fda approved there's never been a better time to own a home Republic Bank slashes interest rates on all its city mortgage products. 
Yes, switch and sign on to any of our city mortgages. Enjoy ultra low interest rates and pay less to live in your dream home. Kule! Call 054-0109-649-054-0109-901 or email myhomeatrepublicghana.com. Offer is valid until 31st January 2024. Terms and conditions apply. Republic Bank, we're the one for you. After a busy day at work, consumed by the responsibilities of work, family, church, etc. It's great to get home to a detailed and comprehensive coverage of the day's biggest stories, ensuring that all angles of the various news items are accurately and adequately covered. CNR seeks to leave no stone unturned to bring viewers the best in news reportage. Watch CNR for a comprehensive bulletin of the day's biggest stories at 8pm every single day of the week only on City TV. Are you tired of high electricity bills because of your air conditioner? Say hello to the energy-efficient Comfy Inverter AC. With our unique iEco feature and dual compressor, you cut your electricity use by up to 70%. Breathe clean, fresh air with our advanced filtration system, ensuring a healthy environment for you and your loved ones. Upgrade to Comfy for the perfect blend of tech and convenience. Order now at ComfyGana.com or call 025-675-0023. You can also visit our showrooms at La Paz, Agbogba, Spintex, Newtown, East Legon, Pantang and Pokwasi, comfy is how I feel. Ah, Madam, hurry up. Eh. Hey, pay money too long to you. Why? Oh, it's not me. Oh. The counting machine keeps stopping. When you put check a cram, mommy, why? Ensure you never miss a single sale this festive season. Get the BluePay app and POS device. Simply enter your customer's number and the amount to be paid on your BluePay app. Wait for customer to approve and that's it. No e-levy charges. Mobile money and bank card payments just got easier with BluePay. Hello, sir. I've sent the BluePay prompt. Oh, is that simple, eh? Wow. BluePay, never miss a sale. Call or WhatsApp 0547-220200 or visit bluepay.com.g to register. Before Ogun, the God of Iron, I stand on both. It is the biggest play in the history of African theater. There are kings and there are kings. This December, Image Bureau, in partnership with April Communications and the National Theater, present Odewale, son of Ogundele. Olarotimi's theatrical masterpiece, The Gods Are Not to Blame, goes live Saturday 2nd and Sunday 3rd December at the National Theatre. On stage, David Donto, Molly Samuel, Fred Amogi, Andrew Tando Adote, Na Ashoko, and a lot more. Tickets are selling now for only 150 CDs at Nalem Stores, Apple Shell, Starbucks, Bingberry, and Frankie's. Go digital at www.imageboroughgh.com or dial star 711 star 11 star 25 hard. Supported by New Plants Car Rentals, Ghana Tourism Authority, IPMC, City FM, City TV. Probably brought to you by Ebony Condoms and Stambic Bank. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation.
to my faithful girls. Humble, willing, and able girls. Dedicated to my stable girls. It's a one mic chill. So listening to the City Breakfast Show, you can send in your messages on 0549-986-996. Time check is 7.36, November 30, 2023. Let's get into some quick announcements. And Lancaster University is here to give you excellent education and to give you a chance to get global recognition of your British education, which is combined with convenience and affordability. Expand your horizons and elevate your career prospects with a British degree delivered right to your doorstep. Apply now and embark on a transformative educational journey that will shape your future. Admissions are currently open for the January 2024 intake. You can send an email to admissions at lancaster.edu.gh or call 030-221-8989 or 020-960-7008. Lancaster University, Ghana, the only British university campus in West Africa. 
Now, get ready for the holiday season with the Bank of Africa special loan promo. From now to the end of December 2023, Bank of Africa is offering an extraordinary loan opportunity for all salaried workers and SMEs. Do you want to expand your business? Do you want to renovate your home? Do you want to buy special Christmas gifts for your family and children? Or you're covering unexpected expenses? The Bank of Africa's discounted loan rates will help you do all of that. Call 0302-429-333 or 0302-249-69690 for personalized guidance and quick application uh, processing. Apply now for your loan today and let the Bank of Africa be your trusted financial partner on your journey to success. Now, Lakeside Hills is the place where you can live well and enjoy your life. A place where you can walk on tree-lined streets with a charming and established feel. A place that is so safe and secure, you get a sense of calm and ease, uh, fostering a family-friendly neighborhood. That is Lakeside Hills. Complete payment by December 2023 or 31st December 2023 and get up to a 10% discount on two, three, and four bedroom homes this festive season. Call 0204-775-040 or 2-0501-418622 or visit lakesideestate.com. Lakeside Hills, where you can live your best life. Rabdactar. 739, we're still on a city break for show. Send us your thoughts. 054-998-6996. It's a one mic jam. Yes, we are in the digital era where money is carried on bank cards and mobile phones. And as a business owner this festive season, you need a trusted payment solution to help you collect your money securely without any hassle. And that's where BluePay comes in. You can accept Momo or card payments from your customers instantly across all networks. You only dial their phone number and the amounts they owe, and they'll receive a BluePay prompt on their phones to enter the pin and then you can take your money join the blue pay family today to manage your business with ease call or send a whatsapp message to 0547 220 or visit bluepay.com.gh to ensure that you never miss a sale now as citizens we have to pay our taxes and that's why the gra is reminding all businesses uh, that VAT, NHIL, Get Fund Levy and Communication Service tax returns for October should be submitted uh, by the 30th of November, which is today, the last working day of the month. Now, if you do not pay, there's a penalty of 500 CDs and a further penalty of 10 CDs for each day the return is not submitted. And you are encouraged to pay uh, online, taxpayersportal.com. And you can also use the SSD, USSD code star 222 hash or you can go to any of the GRA's 23 designated banks to make your payments. You said that you would cross the sea with me But even through my tears Meanwhile, a couple of quick requests. Belated birthday to Mrs. Mariam Oyebisi Abugri of Plan International. It's been another year of grace, favor, and joy. You've been a strong pillar and a resilient mother to Emma, Tracy, Winpang, and Winman, or Winaman, and the many young persons around us all the time. With love from uh, me, Benjamin, Sando Abugri, to Mrs. Mariam Oyebisi Abugri of Plan International. Birthday wishes to Atada Bonichu Messi Senior and Atada Bonichu Messi Junior. This is coming uh, from your brother Awo, and also 
uh, another one uh, coming through to Mameya Pukwa Asari of the Financial Forensics Unit at the Police Headquarters. This is coming from uh, your family, your husband, and everybody else. It says, may you see the glory of the Lord as you age. Uh, and be blessed exponentially from this day forth. Well, yesterday was uh, former President John Muhammad's birthday. Sixty fifth. There was a story I, I wanted to review, but I missed. So he went to the Shah Osudoku District Hospital to make a donation to save babies at the Dodowa Hospital. He mm. donated incubators on his birthday. I think it's a good thing to do. Yeah. He was accompanied by his children and his staff from his office, and he thanked his wife and the Lolina Foundation for facilitating the acquisition of the medical equipment. And he says, I'm very happy to return to my favorite hospital environment to celebrate my sixth birthday. Now, don't forget, he inaugurated the hospital April 2016. And the 120-bed hospital was the first of six district hospitals commenced by the Muhammad administration in selected districts at the time. Other items donated... In, apart from the items for the babies included 150 bags of rice, 50 bags of sugar, detergents, 200 packs of soft drinks, water, biscuits, cooking oil, tomato paste, school bags, and other things. All right. Yeah. Also, um, quickly, I mean, mm-hmm. for just those of us who are interested in mm-hmm. uh, politics and diplomacy, the passing of Henry Kissinger. Yeah, uh, I, the, man, the man who made diplomacy sexy. And I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Oh yes, he was, was a divisive guy. Yeah, he, he, was, he was not. It, it doesn't being divisive does not take away his you know, influence yeah. on the art of on diplomacy. The, yeah. For us in the field of yeah, international yeah, yeah. relations, I, I can sense that Mr. You, Kissinger. I, I can see that Kissinger you guys, who, man. who did international relations, you are sort of speaking about him in some very. No, we, we can we 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 can, we can talk we can, about we can talk about the pros and cons. He's a human being. But what we cannot take away is his influence. How he defined diplomatic practice. No problem. Yeah, that's it. 100%. 100%. So so purely from the work he did in terms of... As a diplomat... If you study international relations, you you have to read around kissing them. I mean, the withdrawal from Vietnam, the recognition of China, 72... I mean, of course, if you come to this part of the world, we try to do something South Africa did not work and all... But even things are happening in Chile, the coup, they say he supported it, of course. The Argentina's war against his own people, all yeah, kinds but, of but things. I mean, if you're a political watcher, yeah. you yeah. know, yeah. reading Kissinger is important, it's a staple for you. So, um, we, we also mark the passing <laughs> of uh, Henry, Henry Kissinger, Kissinger, you know, and if to be 100. His, 100 years and his impact on global politics. This is a true titan. Of global politics well all i'll say is that people live and serve their country and do whatever it takes, takes for their country to, to survive, to survive. So exactly those of us who have been given opportunity to serve our nation should not think of our own pocket first or think of our our our, our little personal interest and put our country first which yeah. nobody can deny that he did yeah right so if there's any lesson to be learned probably i guess yeah, i guess that's the lesson no i'm just saying look look some people sacrifice a lot for their country it's true you know and and we need to understand that that's your job and i think nathan always says this that you know people make it seem as if serving your country is some oh <laughs> you know call to serve your country is a very important call mm-hmm. 
and you must prepare yourself even even in an informal capacity mm-hmm. right some of us are not formally working for the country mm. all right but whatever we do it is going to be recorded as part of what our country does yeah. so we need to take Ghana seriously yeah because he's prepared to have a bad name for us to continue yes. being great yeah. i'm sure there are chinese people who have done same yes there are russians who have done same yes. there are europeans who have done same for the grand project of europe and the grand project of america where is the sacrifice so these young politicians who are rushing to parliament do they understand what it means to serve ghana are you and how how are you preparing yourself beyond raising money to win an election you know because if you want to be relevant to your country you are in parliament you are passing tax bills you are reading budget to approve it if you love your country you work hard to make yourself informed that's the issue so Yeah, goodbye to him. But, yeah, but yesterday, Aloski, um, so is the budget passed? Let me talk to a couple of people. I'll start with... Uh, oh, you're going to get me answers? No, I'm t- I'm going to do a couple of things on this. So yesterday, the minority... So, the, okay, the, 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 the budget was put to a voice vote. Uh-huh. The speaker said, I think the eyes have it. The minority leadership said no. They think that the speaker's judgment was wrong. Okay. And therefore, they called for what is called a headcount. That's normal. Somehow, it ended up being um, what is called a division, which is a technically different thing from a headcount. The majority felt that the speaker was not being fair to the rules and they staged a a walkout. So, as far as the minority is concerned, the budget has not been passed. Now, because the speaker agreed to the headcount and consequently or subsequently the division you can say he understands that his ruling has been has been challenged uh, but the word confused about the finance minister then made the president says well he thanks parliament, parliament for, for passing, passing the budget. budget but then he says pending whatever resolution they will resolve today uh, okay so let's let me just get clarity from the finance ministry on their position on the budget then we'll ah, go okay. to parliament and find out what really is going on with the budget so the mp for karaga and minister of state at the ministry of finance is joining us for his own views on what happened honorable mohammed amin adam good morning uh, i believe you were there in parliament yesterday yes i was i was in parliament so what is your recollection of what happened well um i think it was um an open you know, public uh, uh, view that uh, uh, Parliament was supposed to uh, pass the budget yesterday. And uh, we think that what Parliament was to do was done. The budget was passed. Uh, the, the motion to approve the budget was moved. And the Speaker put the question, after the majority leader had uh, uh, concluded the debate on our side, the minority leader had done his conclusion earlier. So the speaker put the question and he asked for a voice vote. And as you recall, if you were watching, or for those who were watching, the speaker ruled, and I quote what he said, I think the eyes have it. We, the majority side, were voting for it. We were the eyes. So when he ruled that I think the eyes have it, that was the ruling. 
then Kofiama got up and asked the speaker for a head, a head count under, um, I think, order 1132. But order 1132 requires you to challenge the ruling of the speaker before you ask for a head count. And we all heard him just asking the speaker under order 1132. He was asking for a head count. There was no challenge. Because challenge has a process. It's a process for challenging the ruling of the speaker. That was not done. So as far as we were concerned, Amabua was completely out of order. He was asking for something which did not exist. He was asking for a right he did not have. Because if you don't challenge, using the process for challenging as we have seen in the past, then how do you ask for a headcount? So that is one side. Then the second side, I've heard some of the managers who say that we didn't have the number. We had numbers. I'm a five of the other people were not there. And so if we did the headcount, we'll win. So we agreed that, okay, let's go for the headcount. Then the speaker changed his position again. Because if the challenge was not done, and they asked for a headcount, and we said, let's have the headcount, and the speaker then shifted his position from a headcount to a division. Then we thought the speaker was up to something. A division is different from a headcount. The headcount, if you know the parliamentary processes, is for all of us to rise up, and they will go out and count us. A division is where they mention the name. We actually have to walk out of the house, and they mention the name of everybody. And then you, you say yes or no. So we didn't understand why the speaker was changing the rules at will, arbitrary pronouncement of rules, contrary to even what the minority had asked for. And that was why we walked out, because we thought that once there was no challenge, you know, then there was no need to even sit back especially when the speaker started changing the rules. That was, that was why we walked out. People say we walked away from our budget. I mean, why would we walk away from our budget? We walked away from the abuse of rules by the speaker. Because Parliament works with rules. And so, this is why the finance ministry thinks that. You know, not just finance ministry, the government thinks that the budget was passed. Until a challenge is appropriately placed and the other processes follow. So, so for you, the, the speaker saying, I think the eyes have it is substantive enough for, for the approval. But is approval just based on what the speaker says or must parliament communicate the approval? Because if the same speaker then agrees to do a headcount and subsequently is doing this division thing, which means that he has already initiated a process for verifying whatever his decision was. So he couldn't have approved a budget and then at the same time be going through a process for challenging that approval and then you say that the budget has been approved. You get my point? Yeah, but let's take it this way. If it is true that some of what challenged the ruling of the speaker as the speaker wanted us to believe, then it meant that there was a ruling. When there was no ruling, what did you challenge? Now, the same speaker had come round to say that what he said was an opinion, but it was not a ruling. But we know, not today, in 
parliamentary processes we've known our parliament right from yesterday and Anna. Any time they had to make a pronouncement on voice votes, what did they do? They said, I think the eyes have it. I think the nose have it. That is the way they have ruled in Starry Memorial. Mm. So how would this speaker, you know, engage in semantics? When we have records of his ruling on voice votes, <laughs> you know, since he has been there. But if the speaker says, I think, just to be clear, usually we hear the speaker says the eyes have it or the nose have it. But if you say, I think, does that not reduce its its salience? Usually we have heard many speakers when they have heard the nose and they have heard the eyes. And sometimes you are not able to tell which one is louder than the other. You know, they have come clearly to say that. Always they do that. I think the ice have it. That's what they have been doing. And we are very familiar with this. But now, why, why did the majority walk out then? Should not, shouldn't, if, if, if you believe that the minority had, a, had fewer MPs than the majority, if you had stayed for the challenge to go through, you would still have won. So why did you walk out? Is, no, but this is so simplistic. Parliament works with rules. And so when you have a budget, a budget that is passed with wrong processes, what does that mean? Somebody can challenge it. Somebody can go to court and challenge it. Okay? And if that person challenges it, the person will win. Because it will be very clear that there was abuse of rules. And that is what the majority did not want to be part of. We didn't want to be part of the speaker's uh, antics. So, as far as the Minister of Finance is concerned, the budget stands approved pending whatever challenge will be had today. That's how the yes. Ministry of Finance. But the budget approval not, is not. Hold on, not just, running, just, just be clear. We are not running away from the challenge. Once the challenge passes through the right process, we've gone through this before several times, you know, since this parliament it started in 2021. Uh, we've gone through this. But we always have the budget passed anyway. So we are not running away from, you know, challenged by the minority. It's always challenged and always prevails. Okay? And in, in, in the particular instance, we knew the price of the other were not there. And this is why some have, you know, uh, 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 said that the speaker was, when he said they were going to mention our names one by one, you know, he was trying to waste time so that the minority people who were not in parliament will, will eventually get to parliament and, and turn their vote. Some people believe that that was what he was trying to do. Because but, a simple head count cannot be turned into a decision. Well, I, I'm so not... So this budget, mm-hmm. this budget, in our view, is passed. We are waiting for the approval of the estimate. And if the minority will not participate in the approval of the estimate, we will go ahead. We have the majority in parliament. But, but who determines the business? Because if today you go and the speaker continues with the process of challenge, is that not what happens? Because unless you're saying tomorrow, today you're not going. So will the majority be in parliament today? And if you will, what will be the business? Will it be the approval of the estimate or it will be the challenge of the so-called approval? Well, I think the leadership and the speaker will engage themselves and then find a determination on the way forward. But as it stands now, as per 
the rules of parliament, the budget stand uh, approved. The speaker <laughs> makes the ruling, but the speaker is <laughs> not above the law of God. Maybe we need and, parliament and, to to communicate to the public because it does not lie in the mouth of anybody to say a budget has been approved. Parliament is the one who will tell us. So the Minister of Finance but, is not but, a parliamentarian, so he cannot tell us. Not, no, I'm, I'm just trying to say that. No, but because, parliament ever done it? because the minority says the budget has not been approved, yes. the majority says it's been approved. So the office of parliament must tell the public what has happened because we don't know your rules like the way you people do. But we cannot depend on the two sides because both of you are saying something different. And the finance minister is not the one who will speak for parliament. So obviously, the office of no, the speaker or the office of the clerk must communicate to the public whether the whether Ghana's parliament has approved the budget or not. No, before the finance minister made a statement, the majority leader, who is the leader of the house, has made the same statement. The finance minister's statement was derived from what the majority leader had communicated to the media earlier. And if you say parliament should communicate to the area, when have they done that with all the controversies we've gone through over the last three years? Parliament never communicates to the public. No, they don't do that. And you know that the speaker is from the NDC side. And why would the speaker, you know, as the head of uh, parliament as an institution, communicate to Ghana? He has offered this confusion. Why do you, do you think he will communicate, you know, what he has offered to, to, to the people of Ghana? And why would the minority even also issue a statement? You, you saw, a, I'm sure you've read a statement by the minority. Why would they not wait for parliament to communicate to the public? Why would they rush to issue a statement explaining their, their side of the issue? That is how parliament works. Okay, but what is curious for me is this. Why is it that over the last th three years, the minority has tried to disapprove, to vote out the government budget? Do they want this country to become ungovernable? Because without the budget, how do we govern? They want to stampede the government, the government that has been given a clear mandate to govern. They want to stampede. By their, their numbers, so that this country becomes ungovernable. We cannot pay salaries. We can't pay salaries to teachers, to the police, to the military. This well, budget in particular mm. has been a very progressive budget. The Ghanaians are calling for roads. We've allocated three billion cities to the road sector, and we are going to clear areas of about six, seven billion cities in addition. The road sector alone is going to get almost ten billion in order for us to complete road projects across the country. Ghanaians are crying for it. Special mm. interventions, leave mm. has been doubled in this budget. Confident program has been doubled in this budget. Capitation grants, the National Health Insurance Scheme is being given more money than ever before. Capitation, uh, 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 get funds has been given more money than they, they actually Needed. Of course, all of that is pending. All of that is pending the approval of the yes. estimates, but right? So I'm curious. Yeah. I'm curious. Why the minority who cry loud that they, they love the people of Ghana? They love the people well, of Ghana. Your 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 colleague Ghana. on the other side, the minority leader said that. The, I mean, you know what he said about the budget. For example, he said they, you've, there are so many taxes and all. I don't want to debate the budget here, but my my point is what I want to know about procedure is if they if they do not take part in the approval of estimates, would you still go ahead and do that? Once you have the sufficient number, the quorum, you will go ahead. And we, we have a quorum, we have more than a quorum in Parliament. 
with the with the sensitive nature of the times we are in, in the middle of an IMF program, and all the things we have to deal with, do you not think the majority can try and build more consensus with the minority to to get the proper thing done for both the approval of the estimates and the the policy statement itself? Is there a window for that to happen? When the business the business of the house was read and the date for this was announcing power. You had what an announcement. You had already declared the positions of the minority that they were not going to have this budget right on that point. Please kindly reposition yourself. Yeah. The, the line went a bit odd. So you're saying that the minority's position has been to oppose the budget. So you don't think it's possible to build consensus with them. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because they, yeah, they don't want consensus. And before I, 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 I say this, before the budget is put, the leadership with the speaker, they have discussion. Whatever they agreed with, I, I cannot communicate that. And then you come to the floor. And then you see a different thing. They play. Mm. Appease their, their supporters, as they always do. All right. So it is not about consensus. It's about a party that is determined to make this government unpopular, to make this country can win power. But you are not going to win power on the basis of, of this behavior, disregard for the, for, the, for, the, for the needs of the Guardian people, All right. as the budget is proposing to address. Just a, a final question for you. The minority leader also alleged that there's a stalemate in Ghana's negotiation for the second tranche of our $3 billion because there's a disagreement between the government and the International Creditors Committee regarding the cut-off point for the external debt to be included in the debt restructuring. I think he, he said this during his concluding remarks on the debate. So I don't know if you, you, you had the chance to respond. W- what is the position on this matter? There is no disagreement between the government and the creditors over the cut of date. The government doesn't decide what the cut of date is. It is the official creditor committee that decides often have a different view from others. And so uh, we are very confident that uh, they will reach uh, a decision, a decision on very soon. All right, we'll leave it here. Thank you, Honorable Amin. We had a bad line at the end. We apologize to listeners for this. We'll be speaking to the Deputy Minister, sorry, the Minister of State for the Ministry of Finance, MP for Karaga, who believes, together with the majority, that the budget stands approved. We will speak to the minority leader when we come back on the position. But there clearly is a standoff on the position. And now the minority have said that if the matter comes back, they will still reject it. We don't know if the majority will even go to parliament today it's five past eight let's bring you tech and social media trends before we do our next interview and it's brought to us by vodafone if you're looking for the best value data and voice offers look no further as vodafone has unbeatable deals made just for you to enjoy these amazing offers just dial star 530 hash get onto any of the vodafone made for me bundles 
For as little as one CD, Vodafone's Made For Me has what you need. This offer is specially made for you. Segment also brought to us by FBN Bank. We are rewarding customers in the Archie Deposit and Win promo from now until March 2024. To participate, you must be a customer of FBN Bank. Make a deposit of 550 CDs into your current or savings account and an attractive 5% interest rate per annum and keep winning some great prizes including smart TVs, deep freezers, air conditioners, gas cookers and more. Call 059-6921-921 or visit any FBN branch. FBN, you first. All right, so uh, Nathan was trending. Well, after a night of, after two nights of Champions League football, you can imagine that the trends have some uh, sporting themes. Godfrey's latest friend, Andre Nana. Oh, <laughs> why are you born? Onana. Oh, Onana. Don't do that. Fifty million. Don't do that. Ha! You know how many people shared the 50 million? <laughs> 50 million. So, Yo, later, you continue. So, Andre Onana, uh, Pestry, Bellingham, Ten Hag, all of them in the trends following a night of Champions League football. In Ghana, Kisia Jabing, Special Prosecutor Martin Amidu, all in the trends. Of course, from the same area. Yesterday, the Special Prosecutor had a press briefing, he spoke mm, about. Mm you know, the, his challenges with the courts and the fact that he was really having a hard time when cases um, went to the court. So we'll see how that one um, plays out. Henry Kissinger is also trending. His passing has a lot of people talking. He died at the age of 100. Yeah. And there are over 500,000 posts on him. Or he mentions on, on social media. So Henry Kissinger getting... Um, a lot of mentions on social media for those who don't know art politician very keen the running of u.s foreign policy in the last what 50 50 60 years so there's somebody who understands diplomacy really really well to so some tech news and the return <laughs> onto open ai has now been made official 12 days after he was fired the company formally announced that he had been rehired the company also said he had a new board consisting of chairman brett taylor a former ceo of salesforce and other key people remember when sam altman was fired by the board a lot of the workers said they wanted a new board or they were also working so it looks like after some back and forth sam altman has returned as ceo of open ai now open ai called the new board uh, initial signaling that it would add more directors in the future. And Sam Altman, in a company blog post, thanked the previous board that fired him Charlie, for their contributions I to the company. Know <laughs> now, the chaos at OpenAI led the vast majority of the company's 800 employees to threaten to quit unless Altman and Brockman, who was also on the board, were really. I, I hope the platform is working though. It is working. Uh, Despite all the shenanigans, the all platform the, is still the working. They are doing there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. That was taking Shamida media trends. Achoo! Hey Kwame, what's going on here? It's been a day after my birthday and you finally got me that smart TV I've always wanted for my Netflix and chill. It's not from me, it's from the FBN Bank Achi Deposit and Win promotion. Hey, tell me 
Come on. Open an account at any FBN bank brand and deposit a minimum of 500 Ghana CDs into it. Make incremental deposits over the promo period and stand the chance to win amazing prizes like smart TVs, deep freezers, air conditioning, gas cookers, and sound bars in the first draw. In the second draw, you can win a combination of smart TV, deep freezer, air conditioners, and gas cookers all together. So I can enter the draw and win the deep freezer for mommy's cold store. Mama can also enter the draw and win an air conditioner. I can bake in there. Terms and conditions apply. FBN Bank. You first. Promo runs on the NLA Caritas platform from now till March 31st, 2024. Brother Bernard. Brother Bernard. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. This morning, the hunger won't finish me. Oh. I bet. If we go buy go back. This time, I won't miss you. A small salad. Really? Small talia. Then soft cocoa. Specially made for me. Bear, you know how I did like customize my shoes. <laughs> because of what? You think that you did buy Vodafone made for me? Bando office. Eh? Star 530 has made a code to get the best value offers made just for you. With one Ghana City self, you fit do so. Hey, Brother Bernard. So you know Vodafone made for me bundles. Where you they hide them from me, eh? Oh, just down. Star 530 hash. Vodafone made for me bundle offers. Go make you feel on top. Vodafone made for me shadow cook some unbeatable bundle offers give you. From voice data or voice plus data. I mean just for you. Make you just dial Star 530 hash. And subscribe to the Vodafone made for me bundle offers. Or make you download the my Vodafone app today no. Vodafone. Further together. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is a special security announcement. Trelador, Africa's strongest burglar proofing, announces big discounts on all sliding security barriers, roller shutters, and clear guards to protect homes and offices from criminals. Trelador is fighting rising prices by offering big savings and lower prices. Be safe, secure your premises. Google Trelador or call 0561-242424. Trelador, Africa's strongest burglar proofing. Imagine this. Your employees spend one-third of their lives at work. That's 13,000 days or 110,000 hours dedicated to their jobs. At Old Mutual, we don't just see the numbers. We see the faces and the dreams behind them. With our tailored group life insurance and pension plans, you can provide your employees with employee benefit schemes that gives them peace of mind for their futures and for their families. Make the choice that shows your commitment to your employees today. Call 0509-551-609 or email corporate services at oldmutual.com.gh. Old Mutual, do great things every day. You ready to conquer the day with the right energy? Trungo! Introducing Drango Energy Drink, your ultimate source of vitality. Whether you're battling fatigue, seeking a boost, or savoring a refreshing energy kick, Drango is your answer. Trungo! Featuring an iconic tiger symbol, Drango is the go-to choice for athletes, drivers, and all active go-getters. What sets Drango apart is our secret formula. A unique blend of vitamins B3, B5, B6, B12, all packed in a silver sporty bottle. Drango Energy Drink. 
keeps you going. No fears, no limits. Excessive drinking can be detrimental to health. Not recommended. Persons under 18 years, lactating mothers, pregnant women, and people sensitive to caffeine. This advert is FDA approved. Every child needs support to develop emotionally, socially, and physically. I will take all SP doses to enjoy a malaria-free pregnancy. I will give my child only breast milk for the first six months. It's the only food and water my child needs. At seven months, I will give my child the right food containing the right nutrients and in the right quantity. To help my child develop, I will allow my child to be immunized against all the childhood diseases for additional protection. I will show love to my child with a disability and give the child equal opportunity in life. I will ensure I give my child a great start to life and the best education for a brighter future. I will correct my child with love and ensure their safety and protection at all times. I will support the optimal development of children in their early childhood so should you this message is from the ghana health service unicef and partners the association of ghana industries in collaboration with the ministry of trade and industry and ghana standards authority presents the 12th agi ghana industry and quality awards theme promoting local production in an ever-changing business climate date tuesday december 12 2023 Time, 6.30 p.m. at the Grand Arena Accra International Conference Center. Major sponsors, Goyle, Rono Motors, Olam Agri, JCB Bank, B5 Plus, Nexons, Promacidor, GB Foods, Ghana Gas, Precious Mineral Marketing Company, Latex Foam Ghana, Activa International Insurance, Silver Star Auto, Unilever, and Gasem. Co-sponsors, Casa Preco, Coca-Cola, Accra Brewery, Guinness Ghana Breweries, Sleek Garments, Africa Health Supplies, and Vaultic Ghana. For tickets, call 0547 474871. Be part of this excitement. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. minutes past eight if you need to take a break get on the road to maha beach resort packages for you we get you the joy promo package where for one night you get the second night free with dinner on arrival there's also the christmas package where you get the best experience by far book two nights and get the third night free with all meals exclusive starting from five thousand cities per couple Package includes all in-house facility access, swimming pool, gym, cinema, etc. Call Maha on 0303 
0501-570-684 or check us out on social media at Maha Beach Resort. Let me do a quick interview with the minority leader Kazilatu Forsen, also the MP for Ejumaku Enyan. Uh, what's the third name? Ejumaku Enyan. Isiam. Good morning, Honorable Atu Forsen. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. So the finance minister is telling us that the budget has been passed, but you are saying the budget is not passed. Which is which? Uh, first, the finance minister doesn't know the rules of parliament. But you see, I can only pardon him because he's not an MP. Um, the fact remains that the budget, as we speak, has not been passed for a simple reason that the speaker during the proceedings yesterday, in fact, after the submissions from the leaders, myself and the majority leader, had to put the budget policy itself into a proper vote. And he did say, and in doing that, he expressed his opinion, and the videos are there to confirm the position. He expressed his opinion that he thinks the yes has carried the day. That opinion was subsequently challenged using our standing orders, order 1132, by the deputy leader, the Honorable Amako Fibua. The speaker subsequently ruled that yes, he has been challenged, and for that matter, it is only right that we have to go through a head count because the 1132 talks about head count, head count, and that head count can only be done by calling members to rise up in voting. So either we rise up in bulk, those in support and those against in bulk, and this is open. Subsequently, the MPP sensing defeat and knowing very well that about four or five of their colleagues were not in the chamber, or sometimes some of them have traveled abroad, they had to find a nice way to see if they can get some of their colleagues to come back. In fact, Donable Afeno Martin started filibustering, saying things that are really not the case, uh, with, the, with the hope that some of their colleagues will come back and for the whip to do his job by counting their numbers. For some interesting reason, they initially thought they had the numbers, and so they stopped the filibuster, and the speaker began the process of head count. It was during that time that they noticed that they, had, they don't have the numbers, and so they decided to work out. The budget, as we speak, has not been approved. They were saved, in fact, by the speaker. The speaker, if they have anyone to talk for them, uh, if they have anyone to thank, they should rather thank the speaker. The speaker saved the day. Other than that, right. the budget, the budget would have been, uh, I mean, uh, clearly dismissed right. by now. A, a quick one. I spoke to the minister of state in charge of finance, who's also an MP, by the way, and his point yeah. was that if the budget had not been passed, what are you challenging? Because what Amakufibua did is a challenge of a decision. So to the extent that 
the speaker said, I think the eyes have it. And Mr. Kovibua is challenging that decision until that challenge process is over. The decision stands. So his argument is that oh. until the decision, until no. the challenge is over, Mr. Speaker's judgment that the budget has been passed will remain. And this is the, the logic of the finance minister as well. He, he, should, he should go back to the rules. He should go back to the rules, the standing orders. And uh, I urge him to reread the rules and get himself to understand what is in the rules. But the 98 of Ghana's Parliament standing order provides that when the Speaker rules, and the Speaker ruled that the head count must commence, you can only challenge the Speaker with a substantive motion. With a substantive motion. As we speak, that ruling exists. It hasn't been challenged. And in fact, this morning, we will insist that the budget is put to proper vote where the speaker's ruling that headcount must commence. We'll commence it, and I can assure you, we have our numbers, and we'll see what happens. So has, has, the, business for the, day, has the business for the day been agreed? Well, the business for the day has been agreed in the course of the week. In fact, we read the business statement for this week as far back as last week, Friday. So we all know the businesses that we have to go through. I see. Because the impression I get from the majority is that for them, the next action is the approval of the estimates. And in fact, the Minister of Finance is looking forward to start expending based on what he told the press yesterday. So if you're saying what is going to happen today is the final uh, approval... I'm going to assure you that the NDC minority will not countenance any estimate on the floor because the budget policy has not been approved and the estimate cannot come to the floor. And until the budget is properly considered and put to proper vote, we consider the budget not approved and the budget, as we speak, has been defeated. We won the day yesterday and they know about it. The only embarrassed and what they are doing is only a face-saving measure. It can't stand, and they should concede that they lost the day and be ashamed of, the, of, of themselves. Do you know if, the they'll, do you know if they'll come today? Parliament. Do you know if the majority will be in the House today? Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm seeing things that has never existed in parliamentary practice in Ghana's parliament today. A majority, a so-called majority in parliament running away from their own budget, and running away from parliamentary proceedings. Unbelievable. It has never happened. But you see, uh, I'm not surprised. This MPP government has sunk so low that they are struggling to manage the affairs of this country. All right. So it means there's a showdown today. We'll be there to watch. Thank you. Well, we'll be here. Thank you. Kasela Tufosin is the uh, MP for Ejumaku Enyan Ebes. Um, Ejumaku Enyan Siam, and he's also the minority leader. Why are you mispronouncing my constituency? <laughs> I think it's that how many? There only a few constituencies with three names. Ke is one. No, Ke is four. <laughs> Ke okay. Ke Commander. Commander. Edina. Edina. So apart from that, yours is the second. Uh, <laughs> Jumaku Enyan 
this year. So it, then we have uh, Asebu, uh, well, Asebu uh, Kwaman. Yeah, it's also it's three names or two. Yeah, AK or something. <laughs> yeah, yes, also yeah. three. Yeah. Then there's a Sukuma, there's another Sukuma one, Odobin Odobin Rapa, Rapa, which three. is next door. Yeah. But I think KEA is the biggest. But there's another one, uh, the one that at Timokwa is Chifu, 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 That's three. That's three. So KEA is in a comfortable league. <laughs> yeah, ours so, is Ejumaku, Enyan, Esiam. Esiam. There are three communities. Yes. Three big towns. Not necessarily. Ejumaku is the biggest. Enyan but is Enyan is widespread. Enyan Dinja, Enyan Abasa, Enyan Minsa, yes, Enyan yeah. Anai, Enyan Enu. Yeah, so and we then Esiam is the third one. Esiam is there. Okay. So as we sit here as media, we are not really sure what is happening because. No, we are sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> what is it? Mean, what is happening? We are sure that. <laughs> we are not sure. <laughs> we are sure that majority says that they have passed minority says that they, they have, have not, not passed, passed. that's what i'm sure what is this serious yeah. and the finance minister too says that he said he is waiting he, for them to approve the estimate yeah, so he can no, start he, spending no yes he says he's going to start drawing from the council but when i listened to him on the news yesterday he said he 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 believes that until whatever has happens today is done the budget stands approved yeah. So he sort of acknowledges that something could happen today, but he therefore for now the budget is approved. Yes, and people say the budget is not approved at all. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> you let's make sure we get our budget. You pay, okay. pay some bills for me no first. Problem. No then problem. we can get to the parliament. No problem. No problem. <laughs> let me let me introduce Dominion University <laughs> College to, to our listeners. For those who are thinking of a school to attend, it's a good option. They have a widespread so HNDs, they have some BA programs, they have some MPhils, MBAs, MSCs, all in their mix. Call them on 0201 063 633 or 0507 or visit their website duc.edu.gh to learn more about their programs and admission requirements. Dare to stand out, dare to lead, dare to dominate with Dominion University College. Now, 8th December is a great day for the UGMC. They are holding their benefit concert and it will feature great artists, Joe Metal, Koda Neokai, Joffu Way Incorporated and the famous UGMC Choir. They want to raise 50 million CDs for an ultramodding inpatient clinical trials unit. It will be the first of its kind in West Africa. So you can go in person and try and donate. But if you want to donate as well, you can use star 887, star 222 hash on all networks. Now, it's a collaboration with Chango crowdfunding platform as they try to put all these monies together to build that unit. It's happening 6 p.m. 8th of December. Call 0501-187-994 for more information. And it's a free entry. Now, GCB, your largest bank in Ghana, is offering salary account holders personal loans in less than 24 hours to fund their next big move. With GCB's big move personal loan promo, you can access up to 400,000 CDs at a significantly reduced interest rate with a two-month repayment grace period to meet your urgent financial needs. It's time to make that big move. Whether it's buying a car, building your dream home, or making that educational fee payment, call 0800-422-422 for further inquiries. GCB, your bank for life. Now have a whole new brushing experience with the new Pepsodent Herbal Toothpaste and Pepsodent Charcoal White. Pepsodent Herbal is infused with a unique blend of green tea and herbal extracts, while Pepsodent Charcoal White is uniquely made with charcoal and lemon essence. Pepsodent, every smile matters, and remember to brush your teeth twice daily with Pepsodent. All right, any quick comments on what's happening in Parliament? Um, 
some let me read a comment that some listeners sent. It says basically that we have to be careful as a country because the shenanigans in parliament will not benefit any of us because we already have economic challenge to deal with and an IMF program. Mm. We are trying to recover currency. Things are difficult for people. This is not the time. He uses a word for fireic victories. Is that how it's pronounced? Mm. Fireic yes. victories. Yeah, fire, P-H. That's yes, right. fireic victories. A victory in which you win, but you lose. Yeah. So, and he says, Bernard, the timing is wrong for this type of thing. We need to deal with foreign exchange rates. And if we don't approve the budget now, things will get out of hand for the economy. Let's put pressure on the leadership of parliament to work to approve this budget because our bank won't survive another budget rejection. There's somebody from the financial sector talking. I don't know if there are any more comments. What's your reading of what's happening there, Godfrey? Well, I agree with the person. We need to get things done quickly. The nature of our economy hmm. does not have time for posturing. Hmm. And I don't know why sometimes uh, our parliament misses a bit on why their posturing doesn't help. And by the posturing, I mean both sides. Um, <laughs> if there are problems with the budget, they've debated it. Uh, if you won't approve it, let us know. If you are approving it, to approve it and let's go. But the posturing then becomes a matter of who knows parliamentary regulations better and who did what standing orders and standing orders <laughs> in the end it's us who suffer you are there to protect our interest so they should move this along quickly do this in the best possible way and uh, you see what, you see, see what I, I keep saying that parliamentary practice the way it's done it's not it's almost like we are now learning the ropes of how to organize ourselves so standing order this mr speaker this charlie is that how you resolve issues in your house in your home <laughs> you know, the, the thing, the whole thing looks contrived, you know. So whilst they go through the standing orders and speak the big English, who suffers? It's the ordinary Ghanaian who suffers. So what we suspect is that today one side may not show up because the majority have <laughs> have, have have worked out saying that the thing has been approved. The minority believe that the budget has not been approved. All right, and you need quorum to do anything you want to do. So. I think the majority believe that what they need to do is to approve the estimates. The minority will have nothing to do with that because we'll see the budget has not been approved, the policy statement has not been approved. So we are, and I don't know, Sam, it's like there's, well, some will say we voted for this parliament and we give them the, 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 the sort of division that we have given. So we can't blame them. That's what we created. If there was one side that had a clear majority, they will know what we're doing. So in a sense, the Ghanaians who voted this way. But at least, maybe the voting was to tell them to find a way of working together. But it's it's almost impossible for the, this to happen. The, the reservations that have given rise to the situation we find ourselves have always been there. Mm. Have always been there since 1993. The only difference is that this time, the structure of parliament actually triggers the reality better. Hitherto... Uh, uh, a largely majority parliament would have just rubbish every in opposition said and that would be it mm -hmm. but this time the makeup of the parliament is actually bringing the real elements of the discourse and i think it's positive for us as a country in our democratic development how we resolve it goes into the books and it becomes the standard so i think that everybody should bring their hands to the table mm -hmm. and let today 
be a major determinant of what happens because tomorrow is farmers they want to enjoy you understand <laughs> want to eat food tomorrow <laughs> uh, last week was thanksgiving in america mm-hmm. tomorrow is our thanksgiving mm. some bunch some boy then i read a few quick comments for us before i move to okay. osp who's <clears throat> not happy at all yes, yesterday he yes. was live on city and a few stations mm-hmm. And he organized a press conference and he was very concerned about the frustrations he's been uh, encountering. Before that, let's talk about that. All right. Uh, Courage in Kofredia says, so if the speaker made a mistake or was out of order, why didn't they argue um, as responsible parliamentarians instead of walking out? So that's a question from Courage. Uh, This one says, let someone tell the speaker he must be careful not to superintend over another rejection of the government's budget another rejection this time around would be catastrophic and and uh, land eternal damage to our economy internationally they must stop these shenanigans and think of ghana small so that's um somebody there this one says he questioned why the minority issued a press release but forgetting that the majority also organized the press conference so what is the difference this one says bernard is it about winning the day or winning for ghana mm. sometimes it's disappointing listening to some of our mps and eric and Dansoman says why is the minority against the budget are there any specific reasons so that's a question coming from eric in Dansoman. Well, the minority said the budget has no hope for ghanaians it's 8 34. Special Prosecutor Kisia Jabeng says his office has observed a regressive and dismissive approach by the courts in handling cases involving his office. At a press conference in Accra yesterday, he said such a, an approach would lead to or has led to decisions that have created impediments in the way of his officers. He cited the dismissal of the arrest warrant against Charles Bissu, the dismissal of the application for confirmation and seizure against Jadapa, and the recent decision quashing the investigative work in the Labianca case. This is Kisir Jabin speaking. It will be gravely inimical to public policy, the fight against corruption, and the administration of justice if the court stepped into this arena to decide who should be investigated, who should be prosecuted, and who should not. That is not the function of adjudication. The danger of this startling decision is again quite obvious. A judge has in the process granted two persons immunity from investigation and, in effect, immunity from prosecution. This decision opens up a calamitous deluge, as every person under criminal investigation will be encouraged to take out suits to injunct investigation and prosecution bodies from investigating and prosecuting them. Indeed, there is a live case involving the OSP now in which someone has taken the cue to to seek to injunct the OSP from investigating them. The real and present danger looms largely on the consideration that by so doing, persons under investigation would end up conscripting the judiciary to clothe them with immunity from investigation and prosecution. Members of the press, I do not intend to sound as though I am predicting doom, but we are facing doom, and this is it. With this development, it will not be long a suspected murderer or armed robber would boldly walk to court with the unthinkable prayer that the court should injunct law enforcement agencies from investigating him. We are not suggesting that the OSP does not make mistakes. We are not suggesting that we are infallible. 
and that every case brought by the OSP or against the OSP should end in a favorable outcome to the OSP, no matter how improbable the evidence. That is not what we are saying. However, it seems to us that this flagship public agency created by law to fight corruption should receive better regard and consideration by the courts, and not this developing trend of dismissiveness and regression without regard to its governing enactments, and certainly not the erection of non-existent hurdles in its work and operations. I wish I did not have to say all this, but it's best saying, and so I have said it, it is our duty as the Office of the Special Prosecutor to bear these things out. As I said, I wasn't sounding as a prophet of doom, but there is doom looming ahead of us that very soon a murderer will boldly walk to court to seek an, injun an injunction. Should I feel frustrated and resign? I took an oath when I was sworn in. And in my life, when I take on the reins to do something, I do it to the best of my ability. I ought Seventy-three. Those who do not understand tree, please forgive me. They say I'm a uncle no man. They make cry about for it. They hear they meet me. They respond. Eko. Today my music producer is not on. It's not on cue because it's a good opportunity to drop uncle no man by his challenge. I think he's waiting for his salary, so he might be confused. But usually, Charlie, by now he's you know, what salary? I don't know what's wrong with him. Maybe you because the, the official one no, or the unofficial one. No, the budget hasn't been approved. You know, the, the official one, they're not happy already. No, the budget hasn't been approved from the top. <laughs> Godfrey, you are sleeping, eh? Yesterday, I, I heard the special prosecutor for over an hour live on television. A couple of yeah. things struck me. For an office that was supposed to be so important to the government, Usually when the... Look, I've seen information ministry hold press conferences for less, far, far less important organizations like... You know, I'm mentioning this, but some of the lo le lower uh, government agencies have their turn at these media presses. This is the first major press conference that the OSP is organizing since he took over, I think a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. There was no government official there, and this was held at his office. It was live on City, live on a couple of media houses as well. So it was an important press conference for him. So that's the first thing that struck me. Then, of course, his tone. Very frustrated, sometimes angry, and sometimes alone and helpless. And I'm asking, what's going on here? I don't know if you saw the same. For me, that's how I process this. That if the OSP has been put in office, big ceremony. Don't forget, the first guy had issues and he resigned. And this person has taken over. You'd think that the government will come and say, look, this guy has been put in place and he's doing work for us and we are proud of what he's doing because of the campaign promise. But he stands there, he says all the four issues he sent to court is being dismissed and thrown out on funny reasons. He feels there's a, an agenda within portions of the judiciary against him and he said it. He spoke about how some judges in the past told him that he should speak out for truth and that the way his cases are being treated is not fair. He points out to how a court can say somebody cannot be arrested. Mm. When a statutory body is doing its job, mm. when somebody's account is frozen, the court comes in and overturns it. The, I mean, we don't want to go into the specific issues, but yes. the trend of his losses, and some of them are on very flimsy technical reasons. Yes, I, 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 have, I have had cause 
to mention this on the show for some time. I think I've even engaged with Sky on this, that from a layman's perspective or from the casual Ghanaian's perspective, I felt that the OSP was losing cases that... I'm not saying he shouldn't lose cases, but it sounded a bit strange for me. And it was just back to back to back to back. So it's either the OSP is very bad at his job, uh, at its job, because the OSP is not a person, it's an institution, at his job, or there's something going on. Mm -hmm. Look, do we need an OSP? Yes, we need an OSP. Mm. It is... Yes, it was born out of the MPP's manifesto, mm -hmm. uh, born out of the president's uh, call to separate politics from criminal investigations. As because, a former attorney general himself. Yes, because we all know exactly how difficult it is. Mm -hmm. I don't think we needed an OSP. Well, I think we needed an OSP. I think we needed mm -hmm. an OSP. Mm -hmm. Because our system had become one where it was very difficult to separate... Yeah the politics from justice mm -hmm. very clearly there were too many interests at hand mm -hmm. the perception uh, that the general public held was that there are certain elements of the populace certain elements of the political hierarchy who can never be touched and will get away with everything because your basic system as a stance yeah, yeah. was not empowered to deal with them so the police is afraid. Look, the, the president uh, himself explained it when he, he made the announcement mm -hmm. that as a former okay, as a former as a former attorney general, if you if you don't decouple the minister of justice, if you don't decouple as a, if you don't decouple the, the two positions, so I'm saying that based on his own position as former AG and understanding the limitations of having a minister of justice as an AG. He yeah. creates this office. Yes. And then he looks for a person he believes is incorruptible yes. and strong as Martin mm -hmm. Amidu puts him there. Yeah. So he had conviction that this was the way to go. Yeah. Do, do you get my point? Yeah. So you, why is this strange you that is losing cases then? The point I'm making is, if you look at, these are not substantive cases. Mm -hmm. These are, I'm not a lawyer, you mm -hmm. know, so the, the lawyers will forgive me. What I will call preliminary processes that enable the OSP to carry out its investigations. Mm -hmm. As somebody who sits by the curb watching, my expectation is that there would be a certain level of support and in certain estimates, even in my belief, a certain kind of bias from the state towards getting those things done mm -hmm. until we get to the point of a substantive trial where the person can then say, well, this is my case. This is why I'm not guilty. The OSP can say, this is why you are guilty. And then we have a verdict and then we go our way. Mm -hmm. But we've had the OSP being tripped up at every step, mm. which makes it look like, it's almost like the OSP does not prepare properly before showing up in court. So that's what I'm saying that either the OSP doesn't know its job at even the very basic level to lose some of the cases that's lost or something is not right. And I believe that if once we set up the OSP, there are supposed to be, my expectation was, a certain kind of relationship with the judiciary mm -hmm. in making sure that certain things happen effectively. Yeah. Okay? In the countries that have these kinds of elements, mm. some run it through their directorate of public prosecutions, mm -hmm. which are powered to do certain things. Others run it through specialized investigative units that do not report through 
the standard police practices or whatnot, you you would find it rare that they lose cases like that. You can check this. You can go to Nigeria and see. Look at the speed with which God in MFLA has been sent through that process. In Ghana, that case will not make it th- that far. Mm. Go to Nordin Hash when he was director of public prosecutions in Kenya until he became director of national security. He rarely loses cases at that level where he's looking to investigate somebody and he'll go to court and they say, okay, injunction. No, 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 no. The case will go through. And then, and when, then it the when it gets case. to the substantive case, you can deal with whatever matter. Mm-hmm. But this matter of 10-day injunction, uh, you cannot freeze an account. You cannot do this. You cannot do that. Uh, sitting, uh, It makes it look weird. Okay? And frankly, that stifled the work of the special prosecutor. Hence, his body language yesterday, he almost, at a point, he almost looked like he was in tears. And I can feel it. Second part that gives me cause for concern is even how we, the media, particularly those that are friendly towards the government, report cases when the OSP goes to court. OSP flawed in court. OSP <laughs> cries mama fact, after today, losing case. Today, there was a front page story that said, cry baby OSP. I mean, come on. Yes. It is not an institution that should be referred to in <laughs> such language. If they want us to teach the journalism, we'll teach it. Mm. There are certain institutions which cannot be categorized. You see, because we, the media, also have a role to play mm-hmm. in enhancing the work of the OSP. Mm-hmm. We are not supposed to be biased towards the OSP, but we are also not supposed to undermine the status of the OSP. Mm-hmm. So when the OSP goes to court, and then you read the headline, Crybaby Cry OSP. <laughs> Why? Is, he a basic, is, the OS, is the institution of the OSP... Uh, 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 against the state because mm-hmm. that is then what you start gleaning because you see I've, I've, like I said I've seen cry baby OSP OSP crash lands in court uh, uh, OSP last in court something that kind of reportage also feeds that perception so I clearly share the frustrations of the OSP and I'm clearly frustrated as well you see because has this, has he made strides mm. not the kind of strikes we would want. I think that he has been an improvement. Kisia Jebin has been an improvement on Martin Amidu. Martin spoke a lot, uh, talked a tough game, but he didn't get a lot done. At least from my work as a journalist and what I have observed of the current OSP, mm-hmm. the office has been set up, processes are there, units are there. You could go there today and get work done if you want it done. Okay? In, ter- in, ke- in terms of actual outcomes, we haven't had what we want. Mm-hmm. Particularly also because of some of the reasons that he stated. He can't even move a leg because every time he moves, he faces a judicial barricade. So, I think that what the president needs to do, or he needs to do perhaps, mm-hmm. have a chat with the chief justice. Mm. It is essential that the OSP gets along with the judiciary. Again, I am not saying favor him, but I am saying that at the, the rate at which the OSP has has been smacked around in court. It's on way. It's on way for me, Charlie. So, so why do you, you why do you think he's he's so frustrated? I think I need to finish the point I was making that I don't think we needed anything called OSP. It was so unnecessary in the first. You see that this authority of the OSP mimics the role of the ombudsman mm-hmm. in in any structured system. Which role had been uh, giving to the Shraj. Mm-hmm. I think all we needed to do was to expand the, the, the powers of Shraj, the powers of Shraj mm-hmm. 
and strengthens church, church as an institution. You understand? Now, the downside of what is happening is that that role of the ombudsman, from its from its the, the original understanding, mm -hmm. is like the representative of the people. Mm -hmm. But it's not looking like that with how the whole OSP thing is going. It's beginning to look like it's him against a section of the the, the, the ruling government. Do you understand? I mean, you made a point for a very important press engagement of this nature. One would have expected that. Expected yeah. that you see the power of the state. The power of the yeah, state yeah. at play. Yeah. The because presence. whatever Kisei Jabin's office is doing is, is being done for the on state. behalf of the state. Yeah. Now, while he's at it, what is Shrike doing? Yeah, so what I'm saying is that we didn't, in the first place, have to replicate the roles. They may have technical reasons. I do not... I, I let me, let me point out, though, I'm just that saying that we could have expanded yeah. the mandate of... So Trump. let me point out something. That's so, what. so what they were... I'll, I'll let you consider. So they were saying that there's something they call uh, uh, politically exposed persons. So while Shraj deals with human rights and administrative justice... Who created Shraj? Oh, we is, is and I'm saying that yeah. we could have expanded Shrad. You see, we, we need to understand that countries for their progress are driven by institutions. Mm -hmm. It's not replicating functions. This is what we have done. And that's why it took forever to even resource them, if that's if they have. Yeah, okay. they have gone I'm just some, saying that some. that's why we are seeing all the things we are seeing. Look, I can tell you for a fact that a lot of the challenges he's going through, I'm sure that if you interview uh, Commissioner Short, he will tell you that we, I went through the same thing when Shra started. You understand? My departure is that, look, it is, it is actually an establishment of the law of the Republic of Ghana. The OSP's office should tell us where the judgments so far have departed from the law. Oh, he did? Oh, no, he did. no, I'm just he, saying, he that's, that's, you know, the emotional bit of Ankwa Martin is just gimmicks. Oh, no, 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 no. There were posts, he went, he actually went through, he went all, through the all the cases <laughs> and he spoke about the judgment. The fact that you went through doesn't mean that the, the, the judgment is wrong. It no. is your, that's your opinion. Yes, but he and did, I'm saying that. Hold on, you, one second, if you mind. He did admit. Why you, 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 you said you wanted no, 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 me to I'm let you finish. I'm making input in what you are saying. But no, wasn't Sama. I making input? No, 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 I'm not taking your time. You continue. Your, your time, your, your, your time is not over. I think, I think the point I wanted to make was that because you made a comment that he should show us the departure, he spent a bit of time actually doing that. Doing but that. I listened. I'm not sure you two were the only people who listened. I also listened. I'm saying that the fact that you make a comment about it, it cannot be conclusive that and so the judges were wrong. That's all I'm saying. But he does and that's wrong. He does admit that. He did say so, it. So I can't say no, that. No, but you have not said he said that. You said no, he, he should show us. That he should show us why they are wrong. Well, but the fact that you say they are wrong, well, he, he, he didn't say they are wrong. wrong. He, he said he admits no, no, no. that there are differences of opinions in the law. Yeah. He understands yes. that. And I'm saying that in addition to that, this whipping emotional sentiment is not founded on the law. That's all I'm saying. Well, I mean, 
of course, that's the way. Can you see. imagine a judge? Giving the judgment and singing a Methodist hymn book to uh, a hymn to to, yeah, to, but, but, to 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 if like make his point stronger. I'm just saying but, that. But you let's know. keep it. You are an establishment of the law. Keep it within the remits of the law. You know that's what I'm saying. What, what it's not looking good. I I started by saying that it's not looking good. You know, or I didn't say that. You, you didn't hear what, that. What, no, no, I said that it's not looking good. First of all, but I'm just saying that. Go you you yourself you are there because of the law, and you work within the law, which will be interpreted yeah. by the courts. Incidentally or coincidentally, all the cases you have taken there, or most of the cases you have taken there, uh, have just uh, they bounced you. Let me put, <laughs> you know the bouncing. You can go and appeal. It's it's okay to go and appeal. I'm only saying that let's not be too emotional about it and also let's not personalize it too much it is the office let's deal with the office let's deal with the law it's not good that the case it doesn't look good that the cases are being bounced no two ways about that but let's push the law if you have to go for appeal go for appeal because you want it there for the records that i did my best in my capacity so but i think the question we should all answer here is do we want the osp to succeed so irrespective of the the way it was set up and whether it was the best option to use now it's been created by parliament mm -hmm. now they have a pop they've populated with people they put resources in there so now it is a legitimate um establishment yes so established by the law good so which which interpretation of the law is not limited to the osp alone that's all i'm yes, saying yes yeah, so, so my question i'm asking us to deal with now is based on the man's problem that he's saying there appears to be an institutional um, block set up against him by his interpretation of the four cases and other matters. And the fact that if taking them time to even get their resources released. So, for example, one journalist was asking about whether they have their full complement of the money they need. And he says, well, he's now finished recruiting his officers. So it's now that the office is properly set, set up. up yes. All right. So we as civil society and media obviously we want the osp to succeed because it's part of the effort against corruption it may not be the most efficient use of resources as he's saying you could have strengthened shrines because they have a strong institutional memory you could have strengthened parliament with even an office of independent budget but you've chosen to create an osp so we have it in order not to waste resources because you also you have the ag there mm -hmm. you have shrines there you have yoko also there <laughs> you also have office of financial intelligence FIC. something F FIC, yeah. good what do you do as a state to make sure that this does not become cost 90 because the way it's been set up it's going to continue no matter which government comes yeah because it's been parliament has really set it yes, up your how do we ensure that the os and again we need to talk about even the office being set up from the first um prosecutor to this person yes, because they, they seem to have a bigger space now i remember when sander went to the previous osp office mm -hmm. a smaller yeah, space smaller. there's a bigger space now the office looks finished they have a lot of people there now so it's there's been some progress yes how do we ensure that and maybe the question comes back to everybody does the state have an obligation to support the osp in the of way he's talking course. about in of the course. no but that's, that's why but you see two things you are saying the courts have to interpret the law he is saying that sometimes to set up an institution you have to help them on their preliminary issues then when they get to the substantive case yes and so his point is that 
to help OSP, you may have to even overlook. Because, for example, if the guy doesn't have his full complement of officers, his court cases may not be the same way as the AG would do it. Yeah, overlook what exactly? So, like preliminary you know, mistakes. Because there are people who are, if you like, standing the trial. Mm -hmm. There are people who have interest yeah. in this. So, overlook is, is, means that you are not being fair to the, 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 the people who are, if you like, standing on trial. I'm only saying that. Yeah. Whatever it is, we should go by the, the law. spirit yeah. and letter of the law. The yeah. OSP, I am not happy with this. So you have your next step is to appeal and it's legitimate. Mm -hmm. you know, he, he actually has. But, but that, that's no, the truth. No, no. He, has, he has appealed. It is, it, you appeal all the and cases, push yes. it so that it will be there on record. That this is how it the, the verdict came out, and we appealed for ABC reasons. But that doesn't okay. solve the problem the OSP was set up to fix, which is corruption. You see, because then ah, it becomes hold yes, on, hold on, hold on. Is it going to appeal? That no, 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 no. Get me. Because we've never seen an appeal that has overturned a high court judgment before. We've is seen. That what you just no, we've seen. No, you see, Samens, you are missing the point a bit on this one. No, the OSP set up by the same law mm -hmm. then when the law gives you a verdict you say it doesn't solve the but problem the, was the problem but the OSP was, no, no, was not set up by a court no i said by, by the law yes I didn't say court. but the OSP's, I said by the law. no but the problem is with the people who interpret the law which is the courts but is that a personal problem no his issue is <laughs> no you see sometimes which is why i've spoken which is why i gave examples i'm saying that if you look at the operations of our OSP. I have not seen any specialized institution, investigative unit set up like this, that faces the kind of legal hurdles our OSP faces at the preliminary stages like this before. Second, it is not helped also by the nature of the reportage. Yeah. And we, 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 we've lived in this country and worked in this country as lo journalists long enough yeah. to know when an agenda is being pushed in the media. Yeah. When I go through 13 newspapers and eight of them carry the same line, yeah. all of it pissing down the work of the OSP. It yeah. tells me, of course, there's an agenda. I yeah. cannot overlook yeah. it. And particularly, it's clear. And particularly when you look at the nature of the cases it's dealing with as well. Mm -hmm. So when we say uh, uh, corruption for uh, politically exposed Spruce. persons, it's a specialized kind of corruption. So for me, I think that the the the, ju the judiciary may not be able to hold a press conference like it did. Yes. Which is why he's saying we shouldn't personalize it. It's true. The judiciary cannot speak for themselves like the way, like the way we can do we a can press do. conference. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I believe that the CJ is listening, and I believe that the judiciary also know they can also review the nature of the 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 losses. The relationship. Yes, because the losses. The relationship. Is yes, what because review. because forget for example if there's a if if for example if the police. And the attorney general's office are always having clashes. There's no way you can dispense justice because yeah. there's a certain level of cooperation you need between a police prosecutor and, and the, the agency department. So if you, you have a police, and this is an example I'm giving hypothetical, if there's a police administration which everything it tries to do, they and the AG people disagree. We are dead. Criminal justice will suffer. That doesn't mean that the AG's department should overlook yeah, every mistake the police make. But there's a working relationship between the police mm -hmm. and the the attorney general's department because they have different parts to play in justice delivery yes so i think what should happen it should be a conversation between the two groups i think we have a cj who probably can talk to the osp or they can have a conference or have a discussion i think the ag also should be involved because mm -hmm. you see the ag 
if you look at the way the OSP is appointed, the AG has a very important role to play because it's almost like you are hiving off the difficult parts of the, the AG's job. work to him, not as a person, but for that office. That office yeah. So, if as, as a journalist following this story, my logical question would be if I'm given a chance to say, Oh, Mr. AG, the OSP, which is supposed to be a partner institution, is crying foul and is complaining about some of the, its losses. Do you have a view on the matter? Do you get it? Because if you look at even Ghana's legal setup, there's a relationship between the AG and the CJ. So you notice that when they have these bar conferences and these things, yeah, they, they are. the leader of the lawyers is the AG, the leader of the judges is the CJ. Uh-huh. So if there's a, a poor working relationship between the two, it's an issue. What I need to say though is that in Ghana, and he makes the point about personalization, mm. we've put strong personalities in the in the, the office yeah. and sometimes it's not been productive and i'll give you a few examples i may be wrong so even the level you see some some of these state institutions must be built to make them leader agnostic yeah so because if you have a domain level who may mean well but because of his overbearing approach to dealing with corruption it may interfere in the institution's ability to be seen as neutral mm-hmm. that's number one then you have a Matinamidu, who's also a strong personality in charge of OSP. OSP. Again, he brings with him all the perceptions about who he is into the office. You follow me? So I think in a similar sense, Kishet Jabin too may have some of that. So whilst I agree that you need a strong personality to build an institution, the institution must be built in a way that can survive, mm-hmm. irrespective of whose personality mm-hmm. is running it. Mm-hmm. But what is happening in Ghana is that we have not created... The, the, we don't have, we, how do I put it? We have not done it enough to build every institution, like for example, Gimpa, and there has to be there for mm. it to be what it was at the time. It, now that it's not even there, people are saying that I think that's lost its sign. UPSA, you needed, um, uh, uh, what's it called? Alabi. You see, so, 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 and even, you see, and it's not necessarily wrong, mm. but the question the leaders must ask themselves is Am I building this thing in a way that if I am not here, it will last. Number two, am I building this thing in a way that my personality may be getting in the way? Do you follow me? So in that chicken and egg question of personalities versus institutions, every time Obama, strong personalities, all of this, somebody tell you, oh, America was built by strong, uh, it was strong personalities that build strong institutions that outlive them. Mm-hmm. All right? And I really think that we have to be measured in how we build this OSP thing. If we are going to build it to last, Yes, we need the drive of the special prosecutor. We need his energy and his legal expertise. But we also need to put pressure on the state to support it. So he doesn't need to go to FBI. He needs to go to U.S. Embassy and things to be looking for funding. Parliament is arguing about a budget. There was less than... I don't, I, I don't remember. Again, I didn't listen to the full budget. This is part one. I listened to the budget quite carefully. I, didn't, I don't remember more than one line on the OSP in this budget. Okay, and if we are committed to fighting corruption, and if we have boasted about setting up the OSB as part of our credentials for fighting corruption, it's follow the money. So what we are trying as journalists to do is that don't listen to rhetoric. For example, the government's mindset about development in the previous administration, 2016 to 2020, the amount of allocation they gave to the Ministry of Special Development was more than the allocation they gave to the Ministry of Agriculture. So irrespective of what you say about planting for food and jobs, if you follow the money, special initiative is more important to the government than a Greek, based on follow the money. Yeah. Now, if you bring that into OSP, 
go to the allocation how much was given and this we need a minority to also get to, to take some of the blame if we all claim we want to fight corruption and you have an office that has been that is now being set up how much has been given to the guy and even if the thing is given has it been released because there's again don't forget budget is very complicated you have the budget policy statement you have the approval of estimates and then the release so you can have they can say they are giving you ten thousand cities that's what you want to give you you'll get thousand because do you understand? And they can even give you the thousand at the end of your term. So they can say something, you, you're giving you thousand cities. You need it in general, they'll give it to you in June. So we we and I'm saying we have to look at all of this in analyzing the way the OSP is being treated beyond simply the four cases and what has happened. To build a strong institution requires much more than simply some of the things that have been raised. There has to be a way in which parliament ensures that he is well resourced financially. And that he has the stuff that he needs mm-hmm. to set up an institution that can be strong, irrespective of whether Kisija means there or not. So that in our fight against corruption, we have more options. So my departure is AG is there, Shraz is there, Yoko is there. If there will be quality people, now the laws could they are graduating more lawyers, Abi. Mm. Now they are not failing them as much. So there will be more lawyers who won't work. <laughs> Let's push some of them into OSP, <laughs> OSP. directly. Okay. Yeah. Because a stronger OSP helps all of us. Yes. Who mean well for the state? Mm. I agree that somebody is innocent until proven guilty. guilty. Yes. But if we all agree that corruption, particularly among highly exposed, exposed people, person. is a strong thing, mm. the government must come to prove to us that they really support the OSP they set up. And that it was not just window dressing, that they put the guy there, and now because he's trying to go after people that they like, then they'll frustrate him. That is not on. And Parliament must make sure that in this budget debate, they, they bring to the centre and for the issue of corruption and financing of the OSP as well. Whilst the judiciary, I'm sure, at the right forum, can also address some of the key issues that he raises in the in the in the matter. I don't know if you want to add a couple of quick points before we, or read a quick couple of quick comments before we move to the next issue. All right, Francis says I agree with all what the OSP said. Mm. And I I believe Parliament did a poor job on the laws as both the OSP and the main laws of the land keep competing mm-hmm. with each other. It should be reviewed. Okay. This one says I don't see the basis of the OSP's lamentations. Is he telling Ghanaians that when it comes to OSP cases, the judges do not apply the laws? What does he want Ghanaians to do? If he can't do the work, he no, should No, it's not right. Ghanaians should listen to what he's saying and understand his complaint. Sometimes we are too dismissive. Sometimes oh, we are too think, dismissive. I don't think this is a dismissive one. He's just saying that what should we do with the law? Yeah. I think no, but he's saying if you can't do the work, you should go. Uh, I mean, that's, I mean, was, we can't concentrate uh-huh, on that. Because that's he was, he was, he was asked whether he will resign. He said the, do the key work. thing is that let's strengthen the law. I, I, I will keep talking let, about this law business. Let's strengthen the, the institution. No, the institutions are set up by the law. If you have a weak law, we have bad institutions. What I'm saying is that whatever it is, let's strengthen the law. If the interpretation of the law is wrong, let's talk yeah, about but, but it. But the law is not weak. It's the institution that has not been set up. The OSP is a new institution being set up. That's what needs to be strengthened. Because we are not here to debate whether the law is strong or weak. The problem is that the OSP has not been properly funded. And the OSP's office is not being able to work because he's not being given the resources. So that's what we should strengthen. There's no debate about whether the, the law that set him up is right or wrong. No, it's not the law that set him up. The, you see, the question that this person is asking mm-hmm. is a conflict of interpretation. That's the, that's the issue we are yeah. talking about. And I'm saying that whatever it is, for an emerging institution 
in a state where it is, you will encounter some of these uh, perceived conflicts. All right. It's only a matter of time with practice and experience that we will master how to deal with these things. That's the point I'm okay. making. Fair enough. More comments. Um, 0549986996. All right. Toddy Dobu says, when the NDC questioned the seeming bias rule, the seemingly biased ruling by the judiciary, it was labeled. It's interesting that the OSP also feels the same way. This should be a wake-up call to the judiciary. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Sakumana says, if the OSP wants better cooperation with the judiciary, he should <laughs> he should take on cases of the opposition and see how pliable they will be. I guess the expectation was for him to deal with opposition elements with corrupting allegations against them. <laughs> interesting. One. This one says, perhaps the OSP shouldn't be a government appointee. There should be an independent body who would vote when an individual applies to occupy that office. Other than that, the fight against corruption with a government-appointed OSP mm. will always be like fetching water with a basket. Mm. Mm. Francis mm. Oakley. But, but mm. even on this point mm-hmm. again, the man that's occupying the, the office of the OSP, mm-hmm. from how he has conducted himself so far, does he look like somebody who is playing to... The gallery. No, the he's gallery. not. He's not. He's, he's you know, so again, I think it's it's important that one, the laws are are clear, the institution is strengthened, and I'm saying that the institution at this point will face some of these challenges. Somebody must listen. My disappointment is that I don't see the face of government supporting the OSP, the OSP in these things. So it's beginning to look like it's the OSP versus yeah. the government. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. clear. I mean, I may be wrong, but yeah, that's, right. yeah, that's right. how I look at it. And it's not good, it's not good for, for somebody <laughs> who's exacting the office in of the, the ombudsman. Of the, yes, it's not The right. representation or the representative of the people. It's not right. So that's, 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 the, that's a problem politicians can disagree today depending on where they stand. But tomorrow when you are in opposition, you, 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 you understand you what understand. we are saying. Yeah. Mm. It's very important. Uh, all right. Um, very important. Okay, this one says, some judges sometimes quote scriptures in their judgment. Justice Amonu Moni retired mm-hmm. and he did that a lot and helped to make emphasis. Mm-hmm. He's saying that Kisi quoted the lyrics of the song for emphasis. You know what's even disappointing to me? On most of the platforms I'm on, the cases they are discussing are not this OSB case. So. Yeah, there are other things. They are discussing some other case. I know what you're talking about. No, it means you, you went to a boys' school, no, so I can no, understand. No, they are just dealing. They are dealing Charlie. with things that concern them. Yeah, you know, Charlie, they are analyzing the case. <laughs> so they say, how can you appear before a judge who is a man and expect that he will agree with you on this matter? <laughs> from, 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 from yesterday. From two, look. <laughs> they are not talking. It's not. It's, they, uh, yeah. We have. We have. The budget has not been approved. OSP needs no, money. No, 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 no. Afcon no. is coming. We are no, not no, no, well. Boys are Manchester dealing. is losing. Boys are dealing with Anderson's. <laughs> that was a seminar really it's a people. seminar because Charlie, because you know what I mean? the way that thing flew within a period of two hours it was on every platform yes they are quoting <laughs> law and things <laughs> like how can this lady think but you know we have not been permitted to discuss it so we move on we, we, we can <laughs> editorially we've not been given the freedom to enter such areas so it will remain on the platforms <laughs> That's the disadvantage we have. <laughs> Maybe on a holiday we can go into it, but not today. <laughs> but I, I just feel, you know, in, 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 in my oh salvation my in the end, 
find a way to improve inter-institutional cooperation. Yes, yes. It is key. I, I, it is yes. important. Yes. It is, it is yes. the absolute key. So, yes. for instance, there are certain cases. You inform the AG, this is what is coming. Yeah. AG talks to CJ. CJ, yeah. this is what is coming. First round, second round, third round, this is what it's going to do. Maybe they give you some kind of input. This is how, this is the kind of process that can work. Yeah. That is how you improve. There must be trust. Yes. yes. There must be the trust. So we should institutions fighting turf wars yes. as well. So One of the things I've noticed in my experience with religious government, not even legally, like when you talk to government people, one of the things you see is institute turf wars. Yes. So there's a lot of that. And sometimes they can't come out and tell you. Yeah, but you can see it. In you know, way. so it's important for leaders of institutions to relate more effectively mm. and the coordination role. Yes. You know, like this thing, they have the senior minister role. I think it's a coordinating role, which is very important. A lot of times we underestimate the importance of coordination, where like three or four institutions can say they, they want, like for example, who owns Ghana's climate change policy? There's a role for en- uh, energy ministry. Mm-hmm. There's a role for land ministry. There's a role for environment ministry. Now, if there's if the coordination is not done well, even agriculture, tell people who do their own things. And I think some of that, based on the point it makes, we need to clarify AGOSP, Shraj and all these things so that we are very clear that they are singing from the same hymn sheet mm-hmm. all right because as he said it's the state that suffers yeah. it's the state that suffers all right now we have a couple of things to do um uh, before kukui comes we, we will be doing some a couple of uh, no, a couple of updates uh, some donations are coming in just a couple of quick ones oh. uh, what's the latest with uh, new backpack i don't know if you've said anything to new me about Bakpa, no yes what's the latest you what's, me the what's the latest with new backpack New Bakpa, um, which is a central town. Yeah, New Bakpa is where we decided to rebuild the the community uh, for them at a different location. I mean, people have called to us, ah, but if the place is not good, why are you building yeah, it there? It's not at the same place. So the fact, island was flooded islands. and they crossed and came to New Bakpa. That's the yeah. video you showed me. Yes, so the island is called... the video. That's too nice, Papa. <laughs> so the, the island is called Avadi Wokome. Share the video. Tomorrow we'll share the video. nice. <laughs> so we, th- that's the reason we got to the CSIR uh, Building and Roads yeah. Research Institute. Mm-hmm. And um, they have created... A settlement plan for the new backpack community which plan would include the market the school building the um, the clinic the and the play area play area and, and then the, 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 the bungalows the bungalows if you wow. like yeah so that's the um, so tomorrow they will join us here to take Talk us through wow. uh, this so that's where we are but, but in the meantime Ada is going on Ada we have Ada is going on uh, Topo first we are done with roofing. Wow. Uh, we are done with roofing. They are working on electricals. Wow. Uh, cables have been supplied by um, Tropical Cable and wow. Conductors wow. Uh, for free. Um, Thank you. And then Adan is we, at Adan window level. Adan, no, Adan is at um, um, the gable level. Yeah. Is that the lintel? The lintel, yeah. The lintel going up to roofing. What about That's where we Pando? Are Pando, they have started a superstructure. Um, that's okay. only a week old, okay. a week old, yeah. So Pando, they have started superstructure, mm-hmm. and next week we are starting the new Bapa project, starting with the building, yeah. uh, because CSR uh, BRRI is coming in to um, do the demarcations this weekend, and then next week they start work. So that's where we are. We have a couple of quick interviews to do, and then we will come to Kokui. So Nathan. Yeah. Uh-huh.
let's pay some bills. Yep. Alpha Delta Pharmacy on the Ring Road Central, Ghana's first drive through pharmacy, is pleased to announce that it will run its regular 24-hour service on this farmer's day and through the weekend. Enjoy our drive through service when you are served through the comfort of your car. Our Kolebu branch will also run its usual 24-hour service while our Laboni branch will be open from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. All branches offer pickup or delivery service. Call 0551-400-999. And the Mitsubishi L200 Super Bundle Deal, the best deal for mu- the best real value for money deal you will ever get on a Mitsubishi L200 Sportero. From now till end December, when you buy a Mitsubishi Sportero from CFO, you don't only save a whopping 35,000 CDs, you get three year free maintenance, valued for 20,000 km, and a free bucket liner. Also available are finance options for five years, vehicle trading offers for brand new pickups, and long term rental for a fleet of up to five years. Call CFO on 020 222 1409. That's 020 222 1409 to book now. The Heritage Christian College is at Amasaman behind the Olympic Stadium and they are providing a missing link in tertiary education they have a lovely lovely range of programs bba programs some bscs they have a ba in theology for those who are interested and they have 12 month specialized master's degree programs in some specific areas if you want to speak to them call them on 0202-298-399 or 0547-777-731 or visit hcuc.edu.gh heritage christian college university training compassionate entrepreneurial leaders when you buy anything, it has to be the very best. That's why Diamond Cement's 42.5 hour grade is the highest quality on the Ghanaian market. They also have the affordable 32.5 hour grade, which means uh, it's great value for your pocket. Call Diamond Cement on 0244-313-368-0540-111978 or 0202-021-175. Diamond Cement still hard as a diamond. Now it's time to unwind, it's time to relax, it's time to party because situation the situation is here. Mm. December 24 is the all-white party. It's yeah, happening man. at the La Palm Royal Beach Hotel. Starts from 8 p.m. And on the night, Keche Akwabwa, Achiamekwame, Manifest, Perez Music will be there to give you great tunes and give you a wonderful time. Call 0205-973-973-0558-973-973 for more info. Situation is brought to you by City TV with support from City FM. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. We believe in your success at the British Council and we're here to help you make it happen. Introducing IELTS Ready Premium, a boost on your path to success. Excel on your IELTS test with 40 practice tests, expert-led masterclasses and personalized study plans. The best part, register for IELTS with the British Council and get exclusive access to IELTS Ready Premium absolutely free right up until your test date. Visit the British Council website to register for IELTS and make our expertise your success. Close up, ever fresh, ever fresh, ever fresh, ever fresh, ever close up. 
All new clothes up ever fresh. Wait, Charlie, what's new? It now has a triple fresh formula that cleans, protects, and cools. Thanks to a powerful combination of one, a purifying gel. Two, an antibacterial mouthwash formula. Three, ice cool crystals. That cleans, fights up to 99% bacterial, and intensely cools. Ah, fresh breath. Keeps you protected and fresh long after brushing. Close up triple fresh formula. Cleans, protect, and cools. Close up ever fresh. Grab yours now. This advert is FDA approved. It's time for Jesus Christ. Africa, it's your time to directly influence the world. Ghana, it's time to fulfill prophecy. Jesus Christ Encounters invites you to convert. Ministering, Pastor Nathaniel Bussey. Prophetess Tiffany Montgomery. Cry out the name of Jesus Christ. Pastor Oyekan. Isaiah Fusikwachi Jr. Minister Joe Metil. Minister Enitan Adeba. Reverend Richard Whitcomb. Reverend Chris Delvan. And Reverend Emiko Amosika. Host, Pastor Victoria Oranze. Dates, Friday the 1st of December at the Oil Dome. Doors open at 4 p.m. Saturday, the 2nd of December at the Oil Dome. Doors open at 9 a.m. Sunday, the 3rd of December at the Accra Sports Stadium. Gates open at 3 p.m. Remember, it's free entry, but registration is required. Jesus Christ encounters. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Don't miss this Kairos moment. See you there. For more inquiries, visit www.jesuschristencounters.org. You bring justice. You bring truth. Ah, honey, I was looking for just 50 cities this morning for the taxi driver. I searched through all your trouser pockets. I couldn't even get one CD. Hey, Why? madam. She, now, no more chubu. Every Peswa is going to the bank. <laughs> hey, what kind of pepe is that? Ah, haven't you heard? I want to increase my savings so I can get 10% reward in the UBA Super Savings promo. Hey, 10%? Oh, yeah, 10%. Open a new account or grow your existing account by a minimum of 300 CDs each month and get the chance to be rewarded 10% per annum interest rate on your growth every month. Whether regular savings, kiddies, next-gen, or target customers, this is your chance. Ah, honey, you didn't go to the market again. I was going, no, until you told me about the UBA Super Savings promo. So I went to put the money in my account. Ah, ah, so wh- what are we going to eat? Hey, gentlemen, you're on your own, no? Me too, I want the reward some wine. <laughs> UBA Super Savings promo. Earn more, enjoy saving. UBA, Africa's global bank. Are you ready to party? We're lighting up the city on the 24th of December 2023 with the biggest all-white outdoor party. Situation 2023. It's time to unwind as the year draws to a close with a mix of delicious cocktails, good food, and the best DJs to give you back-to-back hits to keep you on your feet amidst some incredible performances by Hinchinchim band and not your regular DJ, DJ Mingo, the God MC Manifest, the dynamic duo Keche, the Kuna, Akwabua, the Rap Doctor, Ochiami Kwame, and the spirit-filled Perez Mew. 
music, get ready to let it all down and party your stresses away on Christmas Eve at the Situation All White Outdoor Party. Date 24th December 2023. Venue La Palm Royal Beach Hotel. Time 8 p.m. Dress code It's an All White Affair. Call 0205-973-973 or 0558-973-973 for your table bookings and seats. Make reservations now and come have an unrivaled experience with the most extraordinary party to end all parties this Christmas Eve. The Situation All White Outdoor Party 2023 is powered by City TV with support from City FM. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. 925, still listening to the City Breakfast Show. You can send in your messages on the number 0549986996. Alright, let's um let's digress slightly. We are still, of course, uh, giving support to our brothers and sisters in the lower Volta Basin. And of course, now the area of um, focus has expanded. So several other places have been affected. We have we keep having people, you know, walk in and donate and support. So we have two of our good friends in studio. Let me say hi to them and I'll allow them to introduce themselves and tell us why they are here. Guys, good morning. Welcome to the City Breakfast Show. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We are doing doing fine. Wonderful. Wonderful. Can you please introduce yourselves? My name is Ronnie Amatefio. Okay. Uh, Part of Senate, a group (laughs) called Senate. um, Senate. I'm sure that we'll we'll talk about it. Yes. My name is Parkwesi Bans. Okay. Okay, okay, you're both with Senate. It's Senate. Okay, so, uh, so what do you guys do at Senate? Okay, we are a group of businessmen from all walks of life who okay. have come together to impact lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also um, uh, we also direct uh, government policies mm-hmm. and we make sure that um, um, the right things are done and uh, and we extend also support to people who um, who need need those supports the most mm. so hence i uh, come in here i'm i'm the secretary okay i'm the secretary of uh that that you could call it a club as a non-governmental <laughs> uh, group i see uh, that we we seek to mm. charter course i see so different business different backgrounds and you different are different big name politicians lawyers um uh, bankers business mm. owners mainly <laughs> okay mainly uh, and then um, people who also matter um, in governance. I see, and you are you are tied together by this, the will to 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 do the common good. Exactly. I see. Exactly. I see. Exactly. So, what exactly do you do you have for us this morning, or have for our friends in the lower Volta area? Well, a team of about um, eighty-seven people from Senate. Mm-hmm. We've come together, and we are presenting ten thousand cities. I see. Wonderful. Wow. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please, please, please wear the bell. We'll, we'll ring the bell for you. That's right, that's right. That's right. Wonderful. Presenting 10,000 cities mm-hmm. to the victims of the spillage, mm-hmm. the lower Volta. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are hoping that this would help 
mm. alleviate the situation they're in right now. Every single now. bit helps, so so it will definitely do that. Yeah, we we also believe we also believe that um, our our contribution must be felt in all the contribution that's been given. Okay. So um, we we as um, uh, PKB said, uh, Parkwise Ban said, we decided that uh, we also contribute significantly mm -hmm. uh, in a small way okay. to make sure that it also counts um, in uh, in reaching out to. Um, the victims uh, okay. as well so hence uh and we have it in cash oh wonderful yeah, we decided wonderful, that, um, wonderful, if, if wonderful. we have to do it we have to do it well yeah, uh, we don't want cash. to be called and say that Charlie your check or something so we decided i've gone through anyway. yeah so we decided to bring in um cash so we donated uh, before we leave mm -hmm. um, the studio and um we also want to we also want to appreciate um city fm um, for taking this initiative and leading this so that all of us can plug in significantly mm. um, in, in this cause. I see. Wonderful. So um, I'm sure you send the word around that you managed to pull resources from your members. Exactly. I exactly. see. Wonderful. Exactly. Exactly. Great. Great. Yeah, we, great. We, we, this is not the only thing we've done. We've mm -hmm. done um, a lot and but we think that this is this this is a very big scale and we need to um, plug in um, as well so mm. and um, ctfm of course have taken a very um profound lead mm. so it is very it's very important that you plug in uh, <laughs> so that you can also be uh, you can also um uh, be recognized that um this is what mm. we also did wonderful wonderful so for somebody who's listening who wants to join senate i mean how easy or difficult is it to join what must somebody do to join finally before before we leave? i wouldn't call it a closed club uh, we're open to people of like minds okay. um open to political um, differences mm -hmm. we embrace people mainly within the business owner space mm. okay okay you could con you could contact Tony um Ronnie. Ronnie, Ronnie yeah. happens to be our organizer. Okay. And um I'm sure he'll leave a number here. Okay. You can reach out okay. to him and uh we'll go through the process okay. of onboarding you. Okay, I see. Let, let, let me add a little bit. You have to be gainfully employed. Ah yeah, you have to be gainfully employed important. and then uh, because he has some financial um uh, has some financial um implications and also you have to be a little networked. Yeah, because uh, <coughs> because all of us um, are networked in one way or the other, mm -hmm. and uh, we use those classification in them in advancing causes like this, mm -hmm. and also reaching out to um, the needy and the society okay. that we find ourselves in. Wonderful guys, thank you so so much. We had Ronnie Amatefu and Parkway Siban representing the Senate. They say it's not; they don't call it a club. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's an association. You yeah, can put it that way. It's a family. It's a family of like-minded <laughs> yeah. guys. Thank you so so much, and we really appreciate the contribution. The people of the lower volta are very thankful, and this will go a long way to help them as they try to get their lives back together, and you know, make sure that things still run for them even in the face of this huge problem that they are facing. We we thank CTFM for the opportunity in taking the lead and also the opportunity for us to plug in. Mm. Plug in, that is very important for us. Thank you so much. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Now, this festive season, Go TV is bringing wonderful gifts. If you love your football, Go TV Super Plus will give you great games in Serie A, La Liga, Premier League, 
if you love your drama and gossip they've got great local shows Nana Koto Kasani Amo Accra Stay by Plan trust me those are wonderful series trust me I watch them so yeah you should watch them too for the kids Cartoon Network Disney Nickelodeon just dial star 759 has to reconnect today and be part of the enjoyment Go TV love it now on the 17th of December the people's favorite dirty December concert manifestivities is back. Pull up at the Untamed Empire's Untamed Empire on the Spintex Road, dressed fresh to impress in your hip hop best as we jam and celebrate five decades of hip hop music and culture, featuring great performers from Ghana and you know all over the place. International performers. You have great DJ, talented young rappers, dancers, an art exhibition, and an area filled with great food and drink. Manifestivities 2023 promises to be an unforgettable experience. For a cool 150 series at manifestivities.art, you can get a ticket or use the short code star 365 star 88 star 32 hash for a limited time only. Don't miss out on this unforgettable night. Manifestivities is happening live and direct December 17 at the Untamed Empire. Make we link up. Alright, let's uh, stay on the theme of donations. We have our very good friends from FinCap Securities. And uh, one of our friends from Ashfield Investment Managers, I have Selassie Kofi Edu, his uh, head investment banking and research at FinCap Securities. I have uh, Bernadine, I hope I got the name, Bernadine, Bernadine, Bernadine Malik Jabe, sorry about that, head global markets, FinCap Securities. And I have Grace Square, who is the chief marketing officer, Ashfield Investment Managers. Lady and gentlemen, good morning, welcome to the City Breakfast Show. Good morning. How are you doing? Well, we Everything perfect. cool? Yep. Yeah. Sure. Now the energy is low. <laughs> oh, we are tired already. Oh, no, Thursday, no, no. tomorrow I mean, is Friday. I mean, today's the new Friday. So. Today's the new <laughs> Ah, I see, I see, I see. Thank you so much for, for joining us. It's it's nice having you. Let me start off with, with Grace, you know, ladies first. Uh, you are with Ashfield Investment Managers. What do you yes. guys do? What's your line of business for those who do not know? Okay, um... Ashfield Investment Managers. We are fund managers. Okay. Investment company. Okay. To be precise. I see. Um, we manage mutual funds. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have a uh, private wealth management. Mm -hmm. We manage uh, provident funds, pension oh, funds okay. for institutions and individuals. Mm, I see. And where are you located? We are at um, Airport West. Airport West. For those who are not too sound with their geography, where exactly is Airport West? Okay, um, if around the Nyao Clinic, ah, okay, when you are when you are heading towards the um, the railway line, mm, I see, yeah, just okay, so so that broad area is Airport West, yeah, wonderful, area. wonderful. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to you and you know, maybe talk, you can drop a number or how people can get in touch. Let me speak to the guys from Think Up Securities, Selassie and Bernadine. Today, I've learned a new name, Bernadine, <laughs> <laughs> guys. Okay, let's talk about your line of business, really. What do you do at, at FinCap Securities? Okay, so FinCap, we are an investment banking mm -hmm. firm. Um, we do securities trading mm -hmm. and also investment advisory I for see. corporate bodies. For yes. corporate bodies? Yes. Solely corporate? Yeah, corporate. Okay. But the trading aspect is for both corporate and individuals. Mm, okay, yes. okay, okay. Yes, and for the individuals, there's an app we've built as well to for people who are looking to invest their money. So if you're looking to buy, like, let's say, treasury bills, you can do that conveniently through our app. Really? 
I see. So I don't have to drive around and oh, no, in no, the no, heat no, and everything. No. I can just download the app and everything is sorted. I see. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, how long have you been in operation? Seven years. Seven years. Yeah. Seven years. Seven years. Grace, let me come back to you. So how, how old is Ashfield? Let me ask you the same question. I, I think equally seven years. Equally seven years. So yeah. we started just around the same time. Okay, so so where can I locate Finkab if, if I want to visit your office and have a sit down? Where can I find you? Same location as Ashfield. Oh, okay. So same building. Called same investment. building. Yes. Yes. Oh, I see. Building called Investment House. You, you find yeah. both companies yeah. there. Absolutely named. Yes. <laughs> former, <laughs> former Galaxy International School. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. So, so what have you what have you got for us this morning? You've told us what you do, but why exactly are you here? Okay. So, um, for us, uh, I would like to quote a scripture. I see. Yeah, Matthew twenty-five, wonderful, thirty-five and thirty-six. Mm-hmm. It says, "For I was hungry and you gave me food; mm-hmm. I was thirsty and you gave me drink; mm-hmm. I was a stranger and you took me in; mm-hmm. I was naked and you clothed me; mm-hmm. I was sick and you visited me." Mm-hmm. I was in prison and you came to me. Mm. Um, the unfortunate dam spillage has devastated the lives of a lot of people, mm-hmm. and we've <coughs> been following the efforts City FM has been and uh, City TV mm-hmm. has been doing through the City FM Foundation mm-hmm. to bring some respite mm-hmm. to the people. Okay. So, as um, sister companies, uh, we've been uh, the. Our market has been a bit challenging. Yeah. Um, but we said to ourselves that we don't have to have the all the resources in the world before we mm-hmm. help people in need. So we took a decision to come together and donate uh, ten thousand each from oh, wonderful. Those companies. Wonderful, wonderful, so wonderful, we wonderful. Are here with uh, twenty thousand, <clears> but. 10,000 from, from Finkab, Finkab and, and then 10,000 10, from, from Ashfield. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Because you want to add anything to, to what? Yeah, like, like what he said. Um, so as a company, yes, we are, in, we are managing people's money and all that. But as part of our um, corporate social responsibility, mm-hmm. we also felt that, look, I mean, this is our community. We are one people in this country. So why can't we also help? Mm. So, on behalf of the funds that we are managing, Gold Money Market Fund, mm-hmm. um, Origin Debt Fund, Multi Assets, Trust, Fixed Income, okay, let's put all these funds together and this company said, okay, let's also come and donate something small to also mm. support the good cause. I see. Wonderful, wonderful. Another round of applause for you. It's so great hearing that companies are also supporting. We really appreciate that. And the people in the lower water are also thankful. Anything they get is just to ensure that their lives can get back to normal. That is, if they will even get back to normal. Nobody knows what will happen to them. And so we really appreciate the fact that you've, you've taken time out to come and donate. I don't know whether you are presenting cash or a check. You are presenting a check. Yes. Wonderful. I'm sure it will be received outside by, by my bosses. Thank you so much. Can you just leave a contact number? How can people reach either... Ashfield Investment or uh, no, Ashfield Investment and FinCap Securities. If people want to get in touch, how can they get in touch? Okay, so for Ashfield, um, you can send us an email okay. through hello at mm-hmm. ashfieldinvest.com. Okay, hello at ashfieldinvest.com. Ash, okay, ashfieldinvest.com. Yes. Okay. okay, 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 okay. Or you can call um, this number 0540 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One two five. Okay, okay. So that's that's how can people can get in touch with you. Yes. You mentioned the office was at Airport West. Airport so for those West. who doubt and want to see the building, Philly, Philly, they can come to Airport <laughs> West. All right. What, what about uh, what about Finkab? 
Um, so we have a trading at thinkups.net, okay. info at thinkups.net, mm -hmm. and research mm. at thinkups.net. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so, so much. And many, many thanks for the donation. It's highly appreciated. Trust me. Uh, thank you, Nathan. Thank right. you. So you heard Selassie Kofiedu, his head of investment banking and research, ThinkUp Securities, Bernadine Malik Jaber, Head of Global Markets, also at ThinkUp Securities, and Grace Quay, Chief Marketing Officer, Ashfield Investment Managers. They've also come to support what we are doing for our very good friends in the Lower Volta area. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. And this December, take advantage of the, of the Christmas Came Early promo at the Royal Century Hotel from now till December 21. At only 1,500 cities, you can get a room on bed only based at the Plush Royal St. Hotel and Resort for two. Call 244 or 0303-409-180 or you can send an email for reservations at theroyalsaintchi.com The Royal St. your luxury riverside escape. 9.40, still listening to the City Breakfast Show. We have more people visit visiting us on a Thursday morning. I have uh, Eric Adam Darby. He's with Tell It Dads. Eric, yeah. good morning. Many thanks for good joining morning, us. Welcome morning. to the City thank Breakfast you, thank Show. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I, I'm going to say us. But, but you are representing the group. I represent the group. I see, so I see. thank you for having me representing us. Wonderful, yeah. wonderful. Just tell us a, a few quick things about Tell It Dads and why you are here with us on a Thursday morning. Okay, so as the name speaks for itself, Tell It Dads, mm -hmm. uh, it's a community or a small group of men. Mm -hmm. Initially, you wanted to be only that, but mm -hmm. realized that um, people are willing to learn to become better dads. Okay. So it's not just dads, but <laughs> men mm -hmm. who have come together to learn from themselves, I mean, from ourselves, mm -hmm. and then to also lift each other up. So our tagline is men lifting men. And we have a Facebook group. Basically, okay. that's all we are. I was about to ask, you know, do you guys meet? You no, know. we have a Facebook group. Okay. And that's just what we are. That's, that's uh, just so what you are. It's want. a group of professionals and everybody. I mean, I see. everybody in there. They have conversations that inspire and exactly. uplift me. I exactly. See. I see. So why are you joining us on a Thursday morning? I'm sure you could have been at your work uh -huh. doing something, but you're here. So, um, as already said, we, we believe in lifting ourselves mm -hmm. we try to do things amongst ourselves mm -hmm. when someone has an issue we feel that we've created like a cave for where men come to speak out about things that bother them mm -hmm. so we heard about the unfortunate incident that happened mm -hmm. and then a couple of people came down and said no we've done a lot of things for ourselves mm -hmm. this disaster definitely has affected some dads yeah. they are struggling to put food on the tables for their families may not just be financial, but psychological mm -hmm. and all. Mm -hmm. uh, there are a lot of other media houses doing similar things, but you guys have gone a step ahead to mm -hmm. do more than just what everyone is mm -hmm. doing. And you seem to have a voice that resonates with what we all feel. Mm -hmm. So we felt it was really proper that we'll come in and then contribute our uh, little that okay. we can also put together. Mm -hmm. Uh, for the course. Wonderful, yeah. wonderful. So what exactly do you have for the people in the affected um, areas? Yes, so on my own behalf and representing the group we have with us uh, 12,000 cities. Wonderful, wonderful, yes, wonderful. 12, wonderful. Yeah. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. So, so, so uh, we have 12,000 cities mm -hmm. for the 
affected communities. Okay. Okay. And uh, let me use this opportunity to also thank the group yes. because um, it takes a lot for people yes. on a page. We've never seen ourselves. I mean, I don't know more than 10, 20 people in the group, <laughs> but they can just come up and say, let's let's pick a number. Let's all send contributions towards this number and make this happen. And then we just made it happen. The truth is that this money has been ready for weeks and we just kept postponing it over the time because everybody seems to be busy in their corner. Yeah, I said, no, uh, with every passing day, there's a bit of a delay. So let's just come in and do mm. what needs to be done. Yeah. And we want to also open to thank you guys mm -hmm. for coming up with something like this thank yes. you thank you yes. thank you to to tell it dads on facebook wherever they i'm sure they are listening we appreciate that the people of the, the lower volta also appreciate this yes. it will go a long way and it will help them because they need all the help and support they can get you know um i don't know whether you have a check or it's cash we are here with the cash no cash. problem i'm sure that will be taken so wonderful cash. once again thank you so so much thank and you. Uh, thank you. uh shout outs to the good people of the telling dad especially the admins <laughs> the admins the admins and the committee members wonderful you guys all thank you yes. so much thank eric adam darby he's yes. representing telling dads on yeah. facebook they've also come to make a donation eric thank you so much and have my a pleasure. wonderful day my pleasure all right I'm still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Now, uh, December 2, which is this weekend, the Platinum Bay Hotel presents Moving the Park. Uh, they are at, uh, at their place, Sesame, Abokobi, 7 p.m. Promise. They've got three packages, 100 CDs and 180 CDs. You get blanket, popcorn, cocktail, finger foods, ticket for one, that's 100, ticket for two, 180. They have a 250 CD package, ticket for two, tent, wine, champagne, yam chips, chicken wings, popcorn, water. 300 CD packages, 10 ticket for two bottles of wine, uh, two plates of pork chops with yam chips, popcorn, two bottles of water. Now, if this is something you like, call 050-991-2772 or 0545-737939 or send an email info at the platinumbayhotel.com. T's and C's apply. Standard Water. And many shouted the people at Standard Water. They've been providing us all kinds of water. So if you want sachet, bottled water for your dispenser, customized water for special occasions, call them on 0202 055703 or 0547-334385. And this ad is FDA approved. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. When we come back, you hear from a lovely voice. Probably one of the loveliest voices you ever, ever hear on a thursday morning so we'll be right back just get ready when you when we come back you hear that lovely voice speaking to us about something wonderful that'll be happening today we'll be right back don't go anywhere are you hoping to start university this January? If you want a British degree from a world-class university at a fraction of the cost, then join Lancaster University Ghana right here in Accra. With a diverse student community, vibrant campus life, and up to 50% scholarship to support your study, Lancaster University Ghana provides you with a world-class education that creates endless possibilities globally. Don't miss this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Apply to join Lancaster University Ghana, where learners become leaders. Admissions are currently open for our January 2024 intake. Apply now for our foundation program. For more information, contact us on plus 233-030-221-8989 or send an email to admissions at lancaster.edu.gh. Lancaster University, Ghana, the only British university campus in West Africa. Diabia Baganao, Diabia Ba. 
Yes, Digital Audio Broadcasting, DAB, is live in Ghana. The National Communications Authority, NCA, has brought Digital Audio Broadcasting, DAB, to Ghana. In addition to listening to us on your FM radio, City FM is proud to say you can hear us live in Accra and Kumasi using DAB Plus receiver at the same time. DAB is a broadcast technology that allows multiple stations on a single frequency. All the stations involved in the trial can be heard in Accra and Kumasi at the same time. Yes, all you need is a DAB Plus receiver to listen to DAB stations as long as you are in Accra or Kumasi. Stay tuned in to CTFM on details about where you can get your DAB Plus receiver. Digital, Digital Audio Broadcasting, Broadcasting DAB is live. Get a DAB Plus receiver and enjoy. With the complexities of issues happening around us on a daily basis, it's the hard-hitting conversations and probing questions of the point of view that teases apart the twisted entanglements of politics and governance, as well as religious and social discourse. The Point of View brings you the policymakers and duty bearers and drills down to the very bottom of issues. The Point of View airs every Monday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. only on City TV. Hi, my name is Nanama McBrown, and I want to encourage you to dial star 165 hash on MTN to join the My Way family. My Way provides you and a selected family member a cover against death. As a policyholder, you will also have a cover against total permanent disability and hospitalization should you be hospitalized for more than two nights. Dow Star 165 Hash and join the family. Sanya my way, Kasa no way. My way is a product of my life and empty and momo. Terms and conditions apply. you taking the whole family? You're forgetting I said I was coming here today. Forgive me, yeah, but we are all headed to Royal Senchi for Christmas. But it's not Christmas yet. Shit. Christmas has started early at the Royal Senchi. From now till 21st of December, you can book a room for two people at a promo rate of 1,500 cities on bed-only basis. You're joking. 1,500 cities for a room at the plush Royal Senchi? Let me call my husband now. Call 0244-958-822 or 0303-409-180 or send an email to reservations at theroyalsenchi.com. Terms and conditions apply. The Royal Senchi, your luxury riverside escape. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise.
951. Welcome back. This is still the City Breakfast Show. So I promised <laughs> for the break, I told listeners you'd listen to a, a lovely voice on a Thursday morning. If all the politics and everything has upset you, you listen to something that will soothe you. Yeah. Gosh, this isn't nice. Anytime. Play it for me anytime. Yeah, man. Go Work like, yeah. just, <laughs> <laughs> have, have yeah. on. Let's, like, let's get going. Yeah, it's time yeah. to talk. Yes, it's time. I miss you guys. How are you? Yeah, we're well. You a lot. We're well. You're well. Good. We're well, and you? Well, well. What have you been up to? We have been doing quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, singing tonight. Let me talk about this because the clock is ticking. Yes, so, yes. Nubian in the World 2023. Uh-huh. It's our third edition. Godfred, you know the story from the beginning. Oh, <laughs> so, this is year three. We are live tonight at the National Theatre, 6 p.m. We are lifting people with music. I see. Come to the National Theatre, guys. It's mm-hmm. it's our take on popular festive music okay. and Christmas songs. It's, it's like the... The one that ushers in the festive season, you know. Yeah. Nubian Noel is that concert. Like the first concert. The first, you know, we do it at the beginning of December usually or end of November. Usually it's the day before Farmer's Day holiday. Okay. So that's what we we normally okay. do. So in, today it's 30th November, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, we'll be there at the theater again, 6 p.m., Come and be lifted. I'm telling you, there's a lot of surprises. <laughs> oh, as well. always. We've got some guest yeah. artists. As always. And, always and the surprised. audience really gets into it and has a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's Afro Popra. You know, we've got the classical mix, which mm-hmm. is me. We've got the, the popular stuff, African blend. And we really just want people to come have a good time. Like, release all the stress in the system. You understand? <laughs> come and get some good music. Then tomorrow you can sleep because it's a, holiday. it's a holiday. Most of you can sleep. And the thing about Nubian Noel is this. The reason why I love and it that's on the... That yes, the reason why I love it on the calendar <laughs> is there is nothing like it in terms of an artistic experience. That's true. It's, yeah, it's very is, It's very different. Everything is original. Everything you will see. The arrangements are like Yeah, there are a lot of (laughs) there are lots of concerts, you know, we go for the noise, the you know, but this is art in its purest form. Everything is original Mm -hmm. and you can't predict what you get. Yeah. At Nubian Noel. And it's a very immersive experience. It's very different. Yeah. Okay. And it's also very family friendly. There yes. are very few family friendly concerts, <laughs> especially in this month. In, in, in yeah. this month, yeah, you know, yeah. in Ghana, a lot of it is for adults, it's for teens, mm-hmm. uh, you know. But this one, you can take your family, take you can take your kids, kids, you can take your baby, mm-hmm. you can, and everybody. There's something for everybody. They can do sing-alongs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, we have parts where the audience take over the microphone. Mm-hmm. You can out of the blue, you can win a gift. Last year, somebody won like watch and i was like <laughs> i wanted that i wanted that the best part from somebody won a gas cylinder <laughs> do you know Kelly, how, do you know how expensive a gas listen. cylinder yeah, it is it is that was like the best yeah i wanted that too and they actually on board this year as well oh, they're, back? They're, they're actually a sponsor this year oh. so they, they loved last year so much and they said okay this year we want to we want to be one of your partners so yeah they're I on see. board you'll see them there I so see. it's amazing like so national yeah. theater today if you don't have a ticket how are we getting tickets yeah, tickets get... easy so here's what you can do you mm-hmm. can either dial star 713 mm-hmm. star 333 star 25 hash uh-huh. okay again 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 star seven one three star or you can go to the following locations. You can go to Pinocchio's Ice Cream in Airport. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You can go to Christ the King Bookshop. 
mm-hmm. or you can go to the lot the mm-hmm. boutique on switchback road mm-hmm. they have some tickets there if you're having trouble getting a ticket call us or whatsapp zero five five three three one three one zero two all else fails maybe hopefully you can get a ticket at the gates but we don't encourage. We don't that. encourage. Get your last tickets minute. ahead of time. Get yes. your tickets okay. ahead of time. And just j- come and have fun. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Why am I reading messages? I don't. I'm <laughs> just, read a, read what's a message. Going on read here? a message. No, you read it. I'm supposed to read messages. I, I really miss. Like this it's just instinctively I'm into the screen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really miss this feminine voice on the breakfast show. Where have you been, Queen? Well, Linda, um, if you if you can fly to Accra, this you, you, you see you you, you see, see and, and, and after the show you can interact. With yeah, Kofi. and get yes. more of the feminine voice. That you have exactly. Maybe we should do Nubian Noel Tamale one of these days. Yes, we should. You know? well, yeah, you, you had a we'll great We'll go back to there. Red Clay. Yes, and see Mama and all of that. But, but tonight, amazing. Tonight, amazing, tonight, amazing, tonight. Amazing. Yes, get your tickets. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's it's really important that we acknowledge City FM, City TV, mm-hmm. your media sponsors again. Thank you so much for that. Woo! Every bit of support. Yeah. Thank you so much to everyone who's on board as a sponsor partner. Yeah, so, Chango, nice. you can see my t-shirt. Yes, you're in your Chango Our friends t-shirt. at Chango, they are our headline sponsor this year. Thank you to them. Amazing, Yusuf and yes. his friends. Yusuf and his friends and Jojo, all of them, thank you. Thank you as well to Access W. They are on board again as our VIP reception sponsors. We love you, Access W. Come out and have a sip before the reception. <laughs> That's for the VIPs. So, okay. if you get a VIP ticket, then you'll get the a little drink, the a little nibble. Place, the it's a go on, eh? It's a go on. I haven't been there. The VIP is on. It's fun, <laughs> then um to henos energy like you said mm-hmm. your gas people they are the ones who if you need gas you're at home you've run out of lpg call them they'll deliver they're on board this year we thank them so much for having faith in us they loved last year and henry their md said mm-hmm. look we want to be on board this year also to john dell and tiafi and her team Ooh, they are our decor, the decor. sponsor yeah. and she really comes in and helps us out and does a wonderful job thank you Antiafi. quest beverages that always gives us those lovely fresh juices Maoshi and her team, and she lost her father. Condolences to her, but she still said no. We still want to be your beverage sponsor, so we thank her. And to to every media house and entity that's on board, thank you. And uh, Beyond the Return endorsed it as well. Look, I can talk forever, but no, don't, thank we don't, you. We don't mind. So there, thank so, you. Somebody says there, there is music is a we're getting to the news at 10 in a second but um the gods are not to blame it's uh, showing at the national theater it's actually a play so you will be playing at the national theater December 2 and 3, uh, two shows, 4 p.m., 8 p.m. It's Ola Rotimi's theatrical masterpiece, The Gods Are Not To Blame. If you want a ticket, visit imagebureaugh.com or you can get tickets. They're selling for 150 CDs at Nalem Stores, Airport Shell, Starbites, Pinkberry and Frankie's in Osu. You can call, da- you can dial star, 711 star, 11 star, 25 hash. To save humanity, his name was Jesus. I want to tell you a story 
Well, that's our City Breakfast Show for the morning. My name is Nathan Kwawa. I just took the show home. Bernard Avila was here. Godfrey Dakotobafo was here. IMD Samalata Mensa Samens was also here. Show produced by Caleb Kuda. Godfred Odum gave us support on technical. Many, many thanks for all the messages that came in. Coming up next is the news at 10 and Caleb Kuda is here. Good morning, Nathan. Coming up. Minority in Parliament to kick against the approval of the 2024 budget for the second time. And Finance Minister Kano Ferreta appeals to the minority in Parliament to support the import, the passage of the import and export regulations 2023. The details. The minority in Parliament has threatened to kick against the approval of the 2024 budget again today. A Speaker of Parliament, Alban Bagbin, on Wednesday declared a voice note in favour of the majority on the approval of the economic policy and budget statement presented by the Finance Minister Ken Oferiata to the House. But the minority opted for a headcount, forcing the majority caucus to stage a walkout on the approval process. Addressing journalist Minority Leader Keir Sola, two forcing says the 2024 budget is still hanging and 